did something that I that almost every girl I've ever dated did, and it's such a deal breaker for me. She says, I need you to text that girl and what? tell her never to contact you again. So here's what I said. Not cool the other night, exclamation point. My date slash girlfriend was not pleased. Let's say hello if we see each other, but please no kisses. Thanks, exclamation point. Homegirl writes back, I kissed your cheek, stupid. You know what I like? You know what I like? I like um, holding down the fort here so that uh-huh. the minute yep. something fucking cool happens, uh, Joe can go and show up and become <laughs> the fucking belle of the ball. Dolphin Saves Radio Show, first program of 2012. First show of 012. Of 012. Yeah. I'm going with just 12. I decided to go with just 12. 012. 012. It's accurate. It's stupid, though. Why would you add Is in the zero? I'm not adding in a zero. The zero's already zero there. Zero exists. I like the apostrophe in place of the zero. That's me pronouncing the O. That's, that's how you do it? It's O like uh, of, like or. I'm going with 12. It's first show, 12. Oh, apostrophe, 12. I'm so pumped to be back, though. You know, we were so excited to come on the air and be back here on the Toad Hop Network that Joe and I showed up to the show four hours early yep. tonight. Did you really? Yep. Four hours we've been here. Drinking and... Dedication. You know how much work we got done in four hours on this show? About seven minutes I'd worth. I'd say seven minutes worth of work. <laughs> yep. Something That's like awesome. that. Yeah, no, it wasn't really. We should have gotten a lot more done. This should be a jam-packed show, but it's not. We're just going to kind of do whatever. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year. Jackie got a new job. We've got some shots yeah. of uh, scotch, I think, in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do. just do it real quick here. Okay, right. cheers, everyone. Cheers. Happy New Year. Cheers. Thanks. I'm sipping it. Wow. So I was spending the entire time that I should have been prepping drinking, so I want to make sure I can drive home. I sipped it. One yeah. sip. <laughs> One sip right down the hatch. Yeah, what's your new job, Jackie? I am kind of like an in-house PR for a new internet startup. Really? For a startup? Yep. So when are you looking for another job? <laughs> In about six months. Yeah, that, yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't sound... What's the website? Yeah. I don't want to say. Why not? Because I don't want to get fired before I start. Is it? Why would you uh, get fired? Is it selling virtual no. gravestones to no, people? No, but it's that's too, a can't-miss idea. It's a very niche audience, and they probably would not like this type of show. So, oh, is it like a Christian thing? Or no, Christians? no, no. It's like for it's like for kids. Are they people that hate oh, laughing? No, oh. it's just it's it's not kid friendly. So we've made it, Joe. We could get someone fired now. Yeah. Someone could get fired from their job because of our show. <laughs> well, we could Possibly. we could always get fired from our jobs. I mean, Scott, you still don't even tell people who you work for. No, I don't. I don't specifically tell them. But I mean, if it came out, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I'd be all right with it. Oh, so I can just say it? No, I mean, I don't want you to just say it. That's I mean, it's part of the fun. It's part of the fun um, for our fans to IMDb like two clues and immediately find out who I work for. Someone can f- always find out. Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't even tell me. You don't know who I work for? No. Oh, weird. And I don't know who you work for, so there you go. Now we're even. Okay, cool. Because you work for a kid's, a kid's website who wouldn't appreciate the kinds of things we're going to talk yeah. about on the show tonight. Yeah. I don't know if that's really the smartest business plan. Why? To target kids. Because I don't know, because kids can't buy stuff. Yeah, You're not you, supposed to buy things. Kids can't subscribe to your website. Yeah, remember that restaurant? The uh, There's that location right on the corner of West... Or no, on Wilshire and like... Tended to say Bundy, but it's not. It's like right in there. And they had a restaurant that was like a rib like barbecue place and immediately went out of business. Then they decided to open up a kid's restaurant. Yeah. 
What a fucking a idiotic idea that is. A kid's... It was like, kids! It's a kid's dining room! Not a good idea. No. So stupid. even if you could get people to go there, how much could you possibly charge for that? <laughs> the kid's menu is the cheapest possible menu. We are just blowing through our crayon budget here, people. <laughs> just absurd. the loudest restaurant you'll ever go yeah, into. Yeah, no one else wants to eat there. P- kid, parents don't even want to take their kids there. Yeah. Because it's an all-kids well, restaurant. Weird, you know, you had to pull up a piece of carpet, like a carpet swatch, to sit down, like in kindergarten. We used to sit on carpet <laughs> samples and yeah. listen to a story. I forgot about that. Just stack the carpets in the corner of the room at the end of the night. <laughs> Did you ever see that oh. place, though? It was like a barbecue spot, and then they just like painted a bunch of like children on the side, and it was like, children's dining room. Mm, Worst nice. business Maybe idea ever. Maybe it was a ever. place to dine on children. You gotta love like the old Hansel and Gretel tale. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. You gotta love the logic of that guy who's like, oh, the barbecue joint couldn't make it in this high traffic area, but this kid's dining hall. That There's a lot is of kids with expendable place. incomes yeah. in Brentwood. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Their parents are done with them at like seven. A lot of kids with black cards roaming around Bundy and Wilshire. Just looking Sounds for a kid's right. dining hall. <laughs> There's only somewhere I could take this black card. We are joking around, but we have a big show tonight. We do. Uh, an old guest of the show, an old friend of the show who has just blown up in the past couple of months, Don Blanquito, Alex Cutler, if you've followed the New Wait, York what? Times. Don't show- ruin yeah. it for yeah, me. Yeah, just say his real name. It says his real name in the New York Times article? Yeah, because you know how... It- Fuck that. I, Fuck I was people. very caught off guard. In the New York Times, they have to call everyone Mr. Whatever. You know, that's like the convention in the New York oh, Times. Really? They call anyone. Like, if there was an article about a guy who f- ate, like, a family would of 12. Would be Mr. Stapes? It would be, it would be like, Mr. Wayne Gacy. They never, <laughs> they don't, they won't even, they will do that no matter what. So, yeah, you would be Mr. Stapes no matter what you were in there for. Wouldn't matter. Uh, and so they, with, with uh, Don Blanquito, they call him Mr. Cutler the whole time. Which I would have preferred really? Mr. Blanquito. That would have been funny that if they didn't get funny. that his name wasn't. <laughs> If you guys Actually, Don. haven't heard Don Blanquito on the show before, you're in for a real treat. I don't I don't know how to describe him other than he's a character. Yeah, he sure is. He has the best stories. Just yeah, I don't know if we're going to have those, though. I think things have changed for Don Blanquito. I'll what? leave something to the imagination. Don Blanquito may be a changed man from when he's been on the show for before. Those, for those of you who don't know, he, yeah. is, he is an affluent white Jew from the Palisades who gave it all up to become a hardcore rapper on the streets of Brazil. Brazilian funk artist. Sorry. Brazilian funk artist mm-hmm. uh, who is well versed. I mean, when I say it, artist, I don't mean he paints stuff. That's right. I mean, he's yeah, he's well versed in the yeah. art of rap and mm-hmm. like kicking it old school, partying mm-hmm. and banging whores. Yep. He is. He used to be very. Uh, I don't know. Kind of a skank. But you're saying there may be a different. He made the New York Times World section, and it's because of some, I think, changes that he's made in his life. So we may not be hearing stories about his friend's name, Bottlecock, this time. I feel like oh, there's no. a shot. Something. Oh. It'll be Mr. Bottlecock. <laughs> Mr. Bottlecock. Yeah. It'll be his friend, uh, really awesome accountant guy. See? <laughs> He's got a whole character arc, this Don Blanquito. I'm very excited to have Don Blanquito. Plus, we'll do an old segment, Retirements, coming up a little bit later on. Uh, you can email your retirements, us at HuffinStapes.com, or call us, because we have to welcome the newest member to the Huffinstapes team, Awkward Call Screener Drew joins us tonight. Hey. Yes, congratulations. With Drew's addition, we officially have more people working on the show than listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Can I call her Drew Hill? You can call her Drew Hill because her name is spelled just like that. Okay. So call up and harass our new call screener. She is the... So here's how Drew came to us. Drew is the receptionist and sort of 
Like in softball, when you have the tenth player who roves in the outfield and okay. whatever, like <laughs> yep. shallow in or, or or depending on whether there's a male or female outfield, yeah, exactly. She's kind of like the office rover too. She just does everything for everyone, and she was constantly harassing me that we had never offered her a job on this show. And so finally, I was like, "Fine, you want to be the do exactly what you do at this so, office? You can come in and screen calls for us." What you're saying is Drew is, isn't all that bright. She's like, how come you haven't ever asked me to work for free on your show that pays nothing and yeah, I don't uh, know what it is. It's really time consuming and you're likely to also way underappreciate me yeah. by making fun of me on the air. Can I come do that? Yep, and we have somebody <laughs> calling already and she hasn't answered and it's been three seconds. What the hell, Drew? Let's go. Still ringing. Wow. Wow. So this is why there's no business coming through our film production company. <laughs> she no, just doesn't answer the phone. <laughs> that took her ten goddamn seconds. So uh, call in for awkward, and now it's gone. Now the call's gone. She answered and dropped them all in one fell swoop. I should probably give out the number. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. 888-520-4374. I'm now going to ask a question that I don't give a shit about the answer to. Any New Year's resolutions, anyone? Any resolutions? Watch more television. That was one, That's good. I like that. I did that yesterday. Watched a whole season of Twin Peaks in a day. I was proud of you. Nice. I was really yeah. happy for you. Thanks. I think yeah. Clint tried to give me a resolution today. Should I give you yeah, a resolution? Yeah, he was like, was why don't you start watching the news? He was oh, like trying wow. to get me to watch the news. Oh, thing. that's so insulting. Um, yeah, wow. Incredible. What did he give you for Christmas other than a resolution? Oh, yeah. well, I got this sweet watch from Christmas, not from him. But, oh, okay. But um, Clint so sweetly didn't give me anything for Christmas. Yeah. What I'm typically all right. So I, I've I've maybe not given like a gift for Christmas, but I've bought like a plane ticket or like what yeah. was yeah. what was the trade? Gift? Yeah, what's the trade gift? Um, I don't know. I got him a gift, and it was pretty expensive. Uh, oh, but um, yeah, I haven't gotten anything. So maybe he's well. You got him an expensive gift. I got well, like I didn't know what to get him, so I got him like his favorite bottles of wine, which was really expensive. Really? For me being broke, working Look at him. You just, yeah. met, of course, Clint knows about wine. Of course, he has like a wine spectator. <laughs> yep. Probably has like, a, has like a little weird box in his apartment where he keeps it. Like a wine fridge? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Clint's place in Brooklyn looks a lot like, I don't want to be, spoiler alert, guys, earmuff it for me, but looks like one of the, I'll just put it this way, it looks like one of the characters in the girl with the dragon yeah. tattoos place. That's what Probably. I feel like. Probably a lot of stainless Very steel clean. knives like everywhere. Like a serial killer? Very clean. Yeah. What have you. Have you yeah. not been there? I've never been to his place, no, really? but I can't, I mean, I, I just imagine everything you give him, he uses it to seduce place. other women in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite wines while I put on Dave Matthews through my integrated Bose speaker system. Yeah. While I wear a vest. <laughs> he has one of those Stewart, really yeah. tiny yeah. Bose systems, but it somehow <laughs> travels through the whole house. It's amazing. Yeah. Perfect. So he got you nothing. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything. Wow, that would not, that's how I would I'm supposed to tell him what I want, but I I don't know. I was like, you figure it out. He got you nothing. You're being yeah. legit here. You got I, nothing. I have nothing. not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm supposed to get something later, but I have yet to receive anything. What about wow. later? Technically, Christmas isn't over yet, Scott. January 6th. Is the oh, last God. day Are we of doing Christmas? Like Adventist oh, calendars really? and shit. Now? That is when the yeah. uh, you well, know you've got three days then. The well, gold, really frankincense, and myrrh actually changed hands. Would okay. be on the twelfth <laughs> day of Christmas, right? Okay. So maybe you're going to get a big fat sack of myrrh <laughs> this year. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean. I cannot believe he got you nothing. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything. It is so brutal. 
Yeah. So seriously, I, you know, it was so funny because like the last couple of days, everyone's posting and like doing these like sharing on Facebook, all their resolutions. And I just realized it, resolutions are one of those things. It's like enough already with the fucking resolutions. It is a perennial joke. Are you retiring resolutions? I'm not, I don't want to retire them. It's just, it's not even that I want to retire them. I just don't, I don't get why everyone thinks that I'm supposed to care about what they're going to do in the new year yeah. that I know that they're not going to do. Well, Scott. I know you're not going to do it. Dr. <laughs> Phil says that if you tell someone else what your resolutions are, you're more likely to do that. No, because they don't them. care. They're never going to hold you to it. They mm. don't want you to do like if you're like my no, no, just, resolution is to drink less. The first time you go out to a bar with that person, <laughs> you're like really, you're not drinking? Come on, man. Just have a beer with shots. me. They don't want you to hold to your resolutions. They don't no one wants you to be a better person than them. We've talked about this on the show before, but like no one wants to see other people improving themselves because then it puts pressure on them and also it makes them feel bad about themselves. Like I don't watch more TV, I'm cool with that. But if you were like yeah. doing some shit that was like really retooling your life, I'd if be like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run the New York Marathon this year, I would be like, fuck you, man, come <laughs> on, don't do it, don't do that. That's I don't want to, I don't, because yeah. then I have to sort of do that or something similar. Right. I go at least run a 5K. Now you've got me committed to a 5K. I do legitimately have one year's resolution, Scott. That you're absolutely right is going to put you in that spot. Uh, what's that? Doing stand up. Oh Jesus Christ! Really you you had that resolution last year too. I know you won't do that one either. So it's fine. You know what? I believe anyway. you can do it. Thank you, Jackie. I don't You're believe welcome. he can do it. Of course he can do I'm it. I'm bringing positivity. I got a big chunk of time when I get back from the Bahamas. <laughs> I'm probably not going out of town again until maybe as late as March, which is a, which is a long chunk of time for me. And um, You're going to get up on stage. Going to work yeah. on your act. All right. Yeah, I have, well, I have, I I have one bit right now that I'm pretty sure is going to make it. That's good. You got yeah. a solid 15 seconds. I got a solid. <laughs> the thing is, when you go up, I mean, when you go up to like you know anything I could go to, you they, they don't want any more than three minutes. Right. They don't want more than three minutes of your crappy crap. Right. Mm. And it's typically more like two minutes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm can like I go the and I'll, there. I'll record it on my iPod. I don't know if I want to record it, but I would let people go. Well, I won't tell you. Your you iPod. Um. Yeah. You guys remember? You guys bought me an iPod as a video camera. Do you really? We yeah. bought you an iPod. Uh, Joe bought me an iPod. Oh, okay. I handled the Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The phone's ringing. I think Drew got it in less than five seconds this time. So okay, great job off the call screen yes. Drew, guys. Give her a call. Come on. Welcome the newest member of the team to the show. 888 is the telephone number. Now that we're through resolutions, because I don't care. <laughs> no, seriously. How were the holidays? Like, I had, Joe, I know you went home. You saw your family. I went home, saw my family. I assume you went to Salinas. That I would just did. be fucked up if you didn't go home. <laughs> it's just like, oh, so wrong. Oh, would be pissed. Yeah, it's if like you a 90-minute train ride. Uh, I, have, I had two amazing stories from home that I wanted to share. Um... At least I thought they were amazing. One is I Pull watched your carpet right now. I, right, go, get, go get your carpet swatch. Um, one was that I, you know, I, I went and visited my folks, and as I get older, I, I mind it less and less. Like I, I wasn't like a big <laughs> holiday complainer this year. I'm like, no, 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 holidays are actually kind of nice. It's fine, you know, to see your your family. That's I'm the most I'm willing to say right now. It's fine. Um, and me and my parents, we watched like a lot of movies and TV, and so one night uh, we got the help, the movie The Help off oh, of wow. uh, pay per view. And uh, my mom is very emotive during uh, TV shows and movies. Like, sh- we were watching an episode of Seinfeld that she's seen easily a hundred times, but she likes to predict what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> so, like, um, Kramer's just like, Serenity Now. She goes, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, she, she, like, that's her big prediction for the show. Like, really, Mom? A, you predicted the most obvious thing ever. And B, this show's only been airing for 15 years. This so, episode's been on an exceptionally large amount of yeah. time. <laughs> so, uh, so we're watching the movie The Help, 
And uh, at the towards the end of the movie, I, one of the themes is that the you know the African American gentlewoman who is babysitting this kid or watches this kid says to her, "You is smart, you is beautiful, you is important, right?" And there's like this really. She says it like this three is or in four, the helper in Seinfeld. No, in the help. We're moving on to the help. Oh, we're on to the help. I was yeah. like, I do not remember that episode. That was one of the lost episodes. That was the Puerto Rican. Was Day I not paying episode. attention or did you segue without mentioning it? Because I was thinking about the one where they take care of the old people. And I'm like, I don't remember that scene. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, this is in the help. Sorry. This is in the help. Okay. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, that phrase happens. Like, it's going to bother you if I do that every five seconds during this story. Go, it would be less mm-hmm. embarrassing than what my mom did. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is like maybe like the third time, the very dramatic time this phrase is repeated to, to this little crying baby. Um, my mom looks at me and says, I wasn't black, but I told you I loved you all the time. <laughs> I wasn't black. You're still not. Now this, I mean, th- she she said that with no irony, no, she's not joking around. She felt the need not only, she got jealous of the movie, she got <laughs> jealous of this moment uh. between this caretaker and this baby <laughs> to the point where she had to say, you know, I told you I loved you all the time. But she also felt the need to explain to me that she wasn't black. <laughs> and, and not only was she saying, I am not black, but she said, I wasn't black back then right. and changed into a white person. I wasn't black, but I told you I loved you all the time. Huh. Amazing. At that part of the movie, I started crying, so it's weird that she... She had an emotional response as well. She had an emotional response as well. I uh, the the only hold on my phone's blowing up. Someone needs to let Don Blanquito in. Don Blanquito's at the gate. I don't know if awkward call screener Drew or someone can let him in. He's at the he's at the gate right now. Okay, Don Blanquito's here in studio, close by. Don't let him in in a few minutes. Yeah, if not, he may use a bazooka on the (laughs) gate. Um, So uh, so the the I wanted to bring up uh, the the other very awkward thing that happened on my trip. It sort of leads to a discussion point I wanted to ask you guys about. So. Uh, me and some friends are walking around Harvard Square in Boston, and uh, our friend Johnny A has a friend of his with him from high school that I don't really know, and the two of them run into another girl they went to high school with. So we're doing that awkward, like, stand on the street, oh, hey, this is our friend below, and they're catching up with her a little bit, till finally she, you know, sort of addresses the crowd and says, oh, what have you guys been doing today? And I'm like, oh, we've just been doing like a bunch of stereotypical Boston things. Like we went to Quincy Market and then we had like a bunch of crab rolls and then we like made fun of some Yankee fans. We ca- we called some we called some guys faggots. It was awesome. Like we did totally Boston things. And she goes, don't say that word. And Ooh. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm I you know, and she goes, don't ever say that word. I was like, no, no, no you don't get it. I wasn't wasn't really saying it. I was just kind of saying it to make fun of people that do say it mm. and she's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you can never say that and i just want i was like you know what i don't really have a leg to stand on here like no, you can't win that fight i can't win that fight she's against saying the f word and you're for at the moment you're right for exactly saying i'm it. for saying win. faggot so i'm yeah. like okay you know what like i can't win like i'm just gonna give up so she goes on talking she's wearing this beret and one of her you know friends is like <laughs> oh, she's wearing okay a beret. game over she's wearing a beret yeah she's a fucking leg to stand on it no i don't care you what lose any argument if you're wearing Almost a beret a, yes. I, other than the n-word she can't she can't veto any other word other than the n-word she can veto that okay well the, she I'm, might be I'm, a black so, panther in the beret as a matter of fact <laughs> well the conversation turns to her beret and she's like yeah i totally didn't know whether i should get it or not like i tried it on the store and i looked in the mirror and i go and i go to myself like oh this looks totally gay no. She says oh. that this looks totally gay and everyone <laughs> just looks at me. Right? Like everyone they're just like and this is literally that I go I go uh oh. 
<laughs> because I stopped myself because I was just like because the sound of slot machines winning jackpot all in your head. <laughs> You don't even know what to do. Can I really? Because I was like, here's the thing. Like, th- th- there's no way that this can sort of be like a jovial debate. Like, this will be seen as an act of war. Like, if I go back to it. And, of course you have to go back to it, though. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't uh, go back to it. Are you serious? And there's everyone, even PSAs where they say, don't say the word gay. Yeah. Right. So this is my question that I want to pose. Is it worse to use a harsh word like faggot, but use it ironically Right. Or to use a less harsh word like gay, but have no idea how offensive you are being. And and how equivalent it is to the thing you were just pissed off about no more than 10 seconds ago. Right. Yeah. No, she loses. She loses. And by the way, I love how you said the conversation turned to her beret. That happens every time she's around anyone. How could it not? The beret comes up. Yeah. No, how does it not turn it? Why are you wearing a fucking beret? (laughs) It was Harvard Square, though. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not saying excuses it, but it's no. far more common. It's, it's probably the number one beret destination outside of Paris. <laughs> Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge probably. Mm. I got totally Cambridged by some girl who then dropped gay right afterward Ooh, in a f- far more offensive way. Yeah, that was brutal. I can't believe you didn't take that opportunity. That's like, what happened Because to you? I was What's going because on? What has happened Because I thought, to to my, I was like, what's the best that can happen? This turns into a screaming match in Harvard Square. Yeah, d- I mean, are you going to look like the cool guy who just shut down exactly. the beret? <laughs> yeah, like, and it's like people's high school. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just—I was already on her bad side. So I just didn't want to do it. Wow, she sounds like a bitch. I would have just, I, but I—I I I just want to be like. <laughs> hmm. So you just literally said nothing. You guys just all let it go. I, would, I said this. You, I went, uh, because the, I just stopped. Eat, uh, yeah, never. It mind. was exactly <laughs> it. Forget it. Yeah, right. And I walked right. away. And and the thing is, everyone knew why. Everyone came over. I didn't have to say it. They were like, "That was unbelievable." She said gay right afterward. <laughs> Yeah, so you still mm-hmm. win. We got to thank Drew, the awkward call screener, for letting Walter through. Hello, Walter. Welcome to Up in Stapes. Walter, hello. Walter. Walter, Walter. goddammit. Hello, Walter. Walter, you're on the air. And he's gone. Uh, good talk, Walter. Yep, yeah. Good job. 888 <laughs> is our telephone number. Don Blanquito. Hanging out. Hanging by. Just made the New York Times. We'll have him on uh, shortly. We also have retirements coming up a little bit later on. Us at HuffingStapes.com is the email. Uh, or you can give us a call. 888 I think Walter is calling back. Let's give this another go. What do you say, Drew, the awkward call screener? So far, living she's up to She's beat red name. out there. Yeah, she's beat red out there right now. Aww. She's embarrassed. Or not. Or doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Walter's calling back. And we got other people. Let's see if she can handle two calls at once. This is exciting watching this. All right, triple eight five two zero four three seven four. We have a lot more stories too from the new year. I gotta hear. There's one thing that's on this outline that I did not put in there, which is rare, uh, that I must know about when we get back from the break. And then we'll have Jackie Bray with the news. This is the Huffington Stapes Radio Show in 2012 on the Toad Hop Network. 2012. <laughs> You're listening to Huffington Stapes.
I'll be the president one day. January 1st, oh, you like that gossip? Like you the one drinking what gossip.com. Now I got a word for your tongue. How many rolling stones you brought? Yeah, I got a brand new spirit speaking and it's done. Woke up on the side of the bed like I won. Talk like the wind in my chest to that sun. G5 in the US to Taiwan. Now who can say that? I want to play back. Mama knew I was the leader in the haystack. Uncle Dolly Boy, let's stay back. I got a feeling it's a rap. Toad Hop Network. If you have uh, never heard us before, we're here every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time. I am Scott yeah. Huff, Joe Stapleton, right next to me, Jackie Bray, our news girl. But so much more, really. So much more. Love the way She's also are. eye candy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She's also, that's right. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. Call and harass Drew, the awkward call screener. Uh, real quick, I have a plug that I have to do. I promised I would do it. Uh, the single white females who appeared on this show when Joe was out of town are looking for about 2500 bucks to fund their second season of the single white females. They are well on their way. They've got $1,926 so far of their $2,500 goal. As you know, with Kickstarter, or you may not know, if you do not get fully funded, you do not get the money. That's right. It all gets returned to Ship people. So they need the 2500 bucks. They got 52 backers so far for, again, 1926 We can get them there. they got six days to go. We can definitely get them there. Go to uh, kickstarter.com slash projects slash single white females 
and uh, donate today. Please help them out. They're very smart, very funny girls, and uh, they have promised me now. They're not so bad to look at either. They're two girls, and I find them genuinely be very funny. They are funny. And they have now promised us, in return for this plug tonight, a writing gig on their first sitcom. So we're now locked in contractually. Okay, fine. I have it in writing, as a matter of fact, which I will cash in should we need it, Joe. So (laughs) please go and and back them. And you can find all the information, of course, um, at... SW females on Twitter, Facebook.com slash. They have a trailer, actually. Here's what I say to do go to that site, watch the trailer for their show. If you don't like it, don't donate. But I think that the trailer itself is fucking funny as hell. Yeah. So I laughed. I donated. Done. There you go. All right, guys. So please do that. Let's go to some calls since we do have Drew. We'll get to the news here in a second. But uh, I want to make sure that she feels like her work is is worth it here. Let's go to, uh, let's try to go to Walter. I don't know what the hell happened last time. Walter, welcome to Huffman's Tapes. Hello. He's being talked to right now by somebody. All right, let's go to <laughs> Eli. God damn it, Eli. Hello, Eli. Hello, Scott. Hi, how are you? Yes, <laughs> I'm good. I have a celebrity lighting rod. Okay. Lighting so rod? Whenever I've called on the show before, there's a lot of empty gaps, so I'm just going to fill it all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a coffee shop in Minneapolis, and I saw uh, the star of Black Hawk Down, Josh Hartnett. Wow. Sound job, sound job ready? Lightning strike, sound job ready? You got the lightning Wait, bolt. Are we there yet? Yeah, Nicholas. you have the lightning bolt over there, Nicholas. I don't know whether you have that one or not. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Hmm. It's almost a lightning bolt. Anyways, so yeah, I saw, saw Josh Hartnett. He was wearing a hat and some glasses, but super low key with a woman who should have been way more attractive than she was. Might have been a date. Might have been a sister's friend. Anyways, um, I'm involved Only in that project things. I mentioned. I'm not going to mention the website because, I mean, I, that's, that's just classless to try and force a plug out there. Right. Anyway, I mean, you might want so to plug have, a show that actually has an audience. <laughs> yeah, of course. So then, uh, my, my friends were like, dude, you, you have to approach him. I'm like, I, I know I have to. I'm going to regret it if I don't. So I approached him and this woman. Wait, you're going you're to regret it if you didn't it is approach double Josh po- It is double points, by the way. I know it's double points, celebrity. but like, mm-hmm. you, would you really have, would that have been one of those things where like you're Ivan Ilyich, you're on your deathbed, and you're like, kids, <laughs> I just uh, I didn't approach Josh Hartnett. <laughs> no, no, my no, biggest no, regret. Not, not affording Josh to put you through college didn't bother me, but I, not approaching Josh Hartnett. Son, I know how much. God damn it, Eli, I'm asking you a direct question. Stop talking over me. I love how, you know, I know. How much forty days and forty nights really meant to you, kids? <laughs> and uh, I've just never forgiven myself for not approaching Josh Hartnett. <laughs> hey man, he he had a mustache in Bonraku. Okay, <laughs> look it up. Look it up. I'm the idiot. Okay, anyway. Okay, did you talk so to him or no? Stickers, as these stickers, and me- meanwhile, some other some other sleazebags already chatting him up. Oh. Another They're waving their hands. They're really going deep into the stories, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know, this guy's still my thunder. Oh well. What are you gonna Whatever. do? I gotta go in guns blazing. Right. So what'd so you I do? To him. So yeah. I went up to him. I had these three stickers in my hand. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, just heard it. So I just go up to him. I say, hey, um, you guys look like you respect the local film community. This is a project I'm involved in, and I pass out these stickers. And uh, and I said, uh, you know, you you nailed it, Eli. You nailed yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good one. So, so then I says, to Josh, I said, yeah, you know, if you're bored, I mean, it's it, it's cool if you're not, but if you get bored, you check it out. And he looks me in the eyes, and he utters the good title call. of the project. He looks me in the face, and he says the title of the project, which I'm not going to say. Right, because you want him to plug it, but not us. Right. What? Keep right, going. Keep, yeah, going, keep anyway. going, please. So he's just the title of the project. And I said, and I said, yep. And then I walked away. My friends had already left left the coffee shop. And then he, we walked outside. He, they asked me. I said, guys, it was brutally awkward. It was so bad. 
but I'm glad I did it. We waited out there, and then he got inside a pretty Prius with this girl and walked and drove away. There you go. Now you can tell your grandkids that story, and they won't care either. Um, what did you think of Drew the Awkward Call Screener? <laughs> they won't care either, you say. Uh, no, no, no. Like, what did you think of Drew the Awkward care. Call Screener? I want to know. No, no, I care. I care very oh, much. I, I care very much. I thought it was I thought it was in Sasha, but it was not Sasha. No, it was she not was Sasha. like, oh, hang I on. Yeah, Sasha. <laughs> she was like, oh, hang on. That sounds about right. All right, Eli, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Oh. Not giving is it weirder for guys us. to approach celebrities? Because I have no shame, and I'll totally do it, but I'm a girl. No, because, but also he would probably like it if you approached him. Okay, okay. And I'm surprised he didn't say that uh, Eli didn't say when he was driving his Prius that even though he's driving like a, a green car, he had no problem littering those stickers out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into the news, uh, Joe? I really wanted to hear maybe. about your New Year's Eve only for one specific story, but I don't maybe. know. There's just so much to do. What, that one of my friends like, was accused of rape? Yeah, there you that go. That story? <laughs> that story. Yeah. What the hell is up with that? You know how, like, every... Hold on, but I just want to say something before you get into yeah. it. Because by comparison, which is why I'm shocked that you didn't do anything about the you saying faggot and the other girl saying yeah. gay. Like, I'm like, I'm soft now. Like, I went to dinner. Our dinner didn't start until, like, 1045. That was that was wild and crazy. That we yeah. didn't eat steaks until midnight. That was my wild and crazy New Year's you Eve. You guys you ate know, red meat after midnight. Yeah, you, <laughs> you had a friend get accused of rape on your New Year's. Of, a, of like, of... Of a not really get accused of rape, but get accused of wanting to rape and or oh, planning, planning to rape, to rape. Uh, planning plotting plotting a conspiracy rape. Yeah. conspiracy to rape. are you serious yeah wow um, who well Help. you know how there's <laughs> always uh, you know one girl in every group who just gets like beyond drunk and just gets horrible and crazy and nutso yeah so. Uh, as we were all clearing out of the club, I was very fortunate. I had an awesome New Year's. Daniel hooked everybody up. We had a table at the club. Um, and there was one girl who, as we were leaving, couldn't find one of her shoes. And so me and Grasso stuck, the club. Yeah, stuck around and helped her look for her shoes and her glasses. Um, what we, size shoe was she, roughly, you think? She was, this girl was in very good shape, but oh, she, she was, was older. Okay. She was uh, like a soccer mom from the Midwest yeah. who, was, right. who was un- okay. uncaged for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I should have asked how wide were her shoes, not so not much wide, the size. Not she had wide. tiny feet and be a total. She was, uh, she, she had, she was, uh, had a nice physique, this girl. She, oh, she had a nice physique. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as, <laughs> she, as we were leaving, <laughs> trying to see God. what we're conspiring okay. to rape here in this story. As we were leaving, um, Grasso stuck around to help me look for the shoe with her. And as we were leaving. That's number one for conspiracy. He waited around. That's right. He waited that's, around. That's one for conspiracy. That's right. Right. Yeah. So uh, the two of them start bantering in the hallway where she's like, you are totally hitting on Melissa, who is another girl who was with us, mm-hmm. and you're the reason why her boyfriend laughed. And Grasso, not thinking that there is any way this is possibly true, just laughing is like messing around back with her till all of a sudden it turns from joking to, no, she really means it. She means that Grasso was hitting on this girl so hard that her boyfriend, who is a very nice boy, Eddie... Um, got so angry that he left. And wow. no one could get a hold of Eddie, so we couldn't really verify the story or not. And then it started escalating from there until she eventually said that Grasso was trying to rape Melissa oh my in the club. Was it Nick Grasso? Yes. It was Chris Grasso, the uh, star of Grasagories. Okay. Who's more likely to rape? I Immediately you thought Nick was more likely to rape, but Jackie won't even... Um, before I met him, you guys said, just keep your distance with Nick, okay? Nick like did grab handsy. a girl by the back of the head and make out with her, okay. but then they ended up just sort of staying right. in that position for the next four or five hours. Um, so, I don't know. But... So, <laughs> so we, Chris Grasso. We eventually... Chris now, Grasso. here's the thing. We Jesus eventually Christ. find Eddie, mm-hmm. who's like... Gra- pulls her aside and says... 
that didn't happen. I ran into some friends from college. I have no issues with what went on tonight. It's okay. At which point she said, I know rape. I know what a, guy, a man is getting ready to rape. And he was go- he was oh about to God. rape. Come on. And Grosso took it so well. <laughs> he took it so well. This was an episode of SVU 8 now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. what she was acting like. It was unbelievable. Grosso took it so well, even to the point where after like the 45-minute cab ride home, we were all like trying to get in Daniel's front door at the same time because he couldn't figure out which key it was. And she's standing behind Grosso going, fuck you. Wow. Fuck you. Fuck this guy. Oh, come on. And it was like, there's just always... Like, a conspiracy to rape. So hanging out in the club in like... Yeah. In like broad disco ball he, light or whatever you kids hang out underneath the clubs these Don't look at me when you say that. He danced near Melissa, who was part of our group. Right. And, you know, like when you go out for New Year's, everyone just dances with everyone yeah, else. just dancing it's, around. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, everyone's about to rape everyone, but yeah. No, yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and so the whole the joke. Everyone's like, on the verge of rape at any moment, but yeah. The joke the entire time was just like, oh man, like Grasso's such a rapist. Like, don't stay alone with Grasso. Don't. I gotta hate that girl. There's that girl too. In high school, there was this one girl who would get who would get drunk. Admittedly, would get drunk, but anytime she'd get drunk, she always wanted to hook up with me. It was like a thing. She okay. would like get drunk, and even though she sometimes had a boyfriend or whatever, she'd still want to hook up with me when she was drunk. So and one of her friends was just you. like, no, but I, so I, and I would hook up with her because I didn't care. I, I didn't care that I was probably gonna get like murdered by her boyfriend. It didn't bother me. And her friend was just like, you're. A date rapist. I'm like, your friend gets <laughs> right. fucking drunk right. every weekend and wants uh, to fuck me. What are you talking about? I'm a date rapist. Right. She's a date rapist. Daddy, what are you talking about? There's that one girl who just has nothing better to do than look into right. everybody else's fucking Who business. just for some reason hates men. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up, rape. What Although, are you talking about? Now, the girl did apologize to everyone. Who rapes the Bruno that? Mars, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, no one Mars. can rate to Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars did all covers, by the way. I think he only played one of his own songs. So Bruno, yeah, Bruno Mars is actually playing at the club you yeah. guys on New Year's, right? Yeah. No one really knows. You just want to catch a grenade for a girl when you hear Bruno Mars. You don't want to rape her. Exactly. That makes sense. Just want to... You die just for her fall, in that moment. fall on a blade for yeah. her. <laughs> I had a friend that... Rape for you. Put your hand on a train... My head on a train for you. I had a friend that every time she blacked out, she would start accusing people that she got roofied. Yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah, exactly. We she can't possibly ago, take yeah. responsibility no. for her own actions. She's like, I got roofied, and we're like, you get roofied a lot. <laughs> <sighs> you got roofied by yourself drinking booze. <laughs> wow. So that's not even. I mean, I thought Grasso may have gotten a little, uh, a little crazy. You know, no. maybe grow, maybe no. grabbed a boob. Chris Grasso. Yeah, I know Chris Grasso in his sweater vest. He's not ripping. <laughs> no, anybody. it was totally, totally undeserved. And the thing is that I told the girl that she was being a drunk, crazy bitch. Good, good for you. You should. You yeah. absolutely should. And but, but the thing make is, her go more crazy. but I was so happy that it wasn't my date for once. Like it's always <laughs> my date. That's the liability. And I'm just like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> so nice. It's some other girl accusing so nice. my friends there's of some, rape. There's some other drunk crazy bitch tonight. Thank God. <laughs> Would have been awesome if she had a rape whistle. And yeah. she, was, she blew it. She was just blowing it at Grasso. Yeah. <laughs> and then Grasso gets like tackled in the club or something. <laughs> yeah. Taken down. Vegas Grasso. security knows a rape whistle when they hear one. They sure do. Yeah. No, they handle those whistles in the club on New Year's, right? Everyone's blowing whistles and stuff. Oh, they Everyone's the, getting yeah, the party Everyone's favors. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to 2012. There you go. We gotta get to the news. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. Don Blanquito standing by. Retirement still to come, and find out why my grandmother is obsessed with giving me my father's Nazi dagger. I'll talk about that later <laughs> on the show. That's how my family connects with me. I had to have a twenty minute long phone call with a grandmother I haven't spoken to in twenty years, telling me about a Nazi dagger that's apparently hidden around my house somewhere. It's only one. Minute sure, my mom's real happy about that. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I must go in search of the Nazi dagger. Jackie Bray's got the news. It's probably hidden in the back of some Jew. Here we go. Here we go. It's Tuesday. Uh, Newsday. The only day that matters for news. And now, Puffin Stapes News with Jackie Bray. 
There's still no brain music. Nope, get to it. What the fuck? All right, well, accused L.A. arsonist recognized by State Department agent. Finally. The German man who authorities have called the most dangerous arsonist in L.A. history was recognized on surveillance tape by a sharp-eyed State Department agents, or agent, officials said today. Yeah, of course a German guy. German guys playing with fire. I am staying the hell away from German guys anytime it involves fire, unless there's bratwurst happening. That's it. I, I stay the hell away from Germans and fire. We have learned our lesson. I was not shocked to find out that it was a German lighting people's cars on fire around Los Angeles. It was like the biggest story checks out ever. I think yeah. she's kind of cute. Yeah! <laughs> Look what I have created! I have made fire! <laughs> I have made fire! <laughs> An agent in the department's diplomatic security field office recognized accused arsonist Harry Burkhart in the surveillance footage circulated by the LAPD as the son of a woman who is being extradited. They aren't saying who the agent is, but um, over the New Year's weekend, that task force put out a video showing the person of interest exiting yeah. a parking lot and asked for the public's help. Yeah, did you see this video? I didn't. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's surveillance video of him at the Hollywood and Highland Center, right? It looks like nothing. It looks like a fucking blob. I don't get it. You watch shows, like television shows, like enhance. every show. Yeah, every show. Exactly. Enhance. Zoom in. Enhance. And it looks exactly like a real guy. They can't do that, right? It looks as shitty to them as it does I don't for think us. That's, that, why that wouldn't, exists, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't they release a better photo? Like, here's the person of interest. It's a silhouette. It's just a black silhouette. You can kind of tell the guy has a ponytail because that's pretty obvious when someone has a ponytail. Luckily for us, he was oddly shaped. Yeah. He was not of average height and build, <laughs> no. luckily. Otherwise, you wouldn't know who it is. Like, I, thought your description of him, I thought your description of him was amazing, by the way. What was it? What I said? He looks just like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, he does. Exactly like that guy. <laughs> Worst ocean spree ever. <laughs> <laughs> Burkhart, 24, will appear in court Wednesday to face charges that he allegedly set a series of 52 blazes in the L.A. area over the past four days. Authorities said they were very confident in the arrest of Burkhart, who told police officers, I hate America, as they placed him under arrest. I hate America where, where my prison sentence is going to be probably a cakewalk. Yeah, I hate America where really? he was so pissed that his mom, I think it had something to do with his mom was arrested and maybe She's being extradited like, to Germany. He really yeah. wanted her to be able to stay in the U.S. He hates it so much that he's getting pissed off enough to light cars on fire because his mom can't stay here. Well, she like Fucking got brilliant. a boob job and didn't pay it, and she like wasn't paying her rent or something, so she's getting deported. And you he, get the dirt, or are you just making that up? She got no, a boob job and no, didn't pay for that's it. That's what it says in wow. here. She um, is facing extradition because she pilfered rent, security deposits, and skipped out on paying for a breast augmentation surgery. Huh, wow. And so in her hearing, he started yelling, "Fuck the United States." And they had to take him out of there. Clearly the U.S.'s fault. Yeah. And so that's why they, I think that was like the tip. They were like, oh, maybe it's that guy who started talking about how much he hates America. In Germany, they have uh, they have socialized breast augmentation. That's right. That's one no one has have. to pay for it You there. must all have, everyone looks like the same poly girl in Germany. They just want you to have huge tits and lederhosen. Which I'm with, by the way. I'm fine with socialized breast augmentation. I would pay for that. I don't know how you I would you absolutely could, have a little extra taken off my check. I didn't know you could skip out on a boob job. Like, now where can you know. I do that at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to write him a bum check. There's ways around it. Okay. Well, um, his mom's also fa- facing 19 counts of fraud in Germany. So she's kind of... Mm. Everyone was so freaked out by this. When I say everyone, I mean my wife and my sister. They were both just like, oh my God, there's fires. I was like, I just, I wasn't that <laughs> scared by it. It's well, not like a serial well, killer. Well, Hollywood, first of all, is a pretty small place. And they were all in the Hollywood area, right? right? 
Uh, one exactly. of my, if it doesn't if it doesn't have anything to do with me, right. I don't give a shit. I'm like they're not lighting Beverly Hills on fire. What the fuck? One of my call? pals, uh, <laughs> his carport was affected, not his his vehicle, right? But uh, he then he was one of the first ones when there was just a few. I think the first couple days, and yeah. they really picked up steam. I think uh, over the weekend, yeah. And uh, he posted pictures of it on Facebook days ago. Jeez, one yeah. of his neighbor's car has been lit on fire. I actually had hoped that they would light my car on fire. Kind of over the Prius. What would burn in the Prius? Yeah, I don't know. I think it would just turn it into fuel. The battery fuel. would just melt. It would turn into more fuel somehow. <laughs> it would become the most efficient car. This car runs on fire. Pure it fire. would be better for the earth. If right. The if, if you blow up a Prius <laughs> like a fucking garden sprouts immediately, it just fertilizes <laughs> the earth. A unicorn flies out of the hood and cures AIDS. Like if something awesome happens when you light a Prius on fire, for sure. It turns into a co-op garden. <laughs> I felt bad, though. I really was like, wow, if I came back and my Prius was on fire, I would not be at all upset. Like, I'm ready to move on from the Prius. Wait, did pr- you think about setting it on fire yourself? No, I didn't think about it. The arsonist no. was here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just screaming it outside my own car. The arsonist I saw here. a ponytail. <laughs> Hello, insurance company. Have you guys heard about this arsonist? <laughs> he really apparently thought I needed a new car. <laughs> the Lamborghini. The guy. Lamborghini. Guy. <laughs> well, Burkhart was traced by his identifying ponytail and the Canadian plates on his van. Yeah, there you go. Yep, and then they uh, pulled him over. Yeah, another reason why having a ponytail is fucking stupid. (laughs) As if we needed another one. Uh, Also, if you were lighting fires everywhere, you don't have the shortest hair possible. I wouldn't be walking around with a ponytail. It's like a a big fuse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? It's a fuse that leads to your head. (laughs) That's how shitty this arsonist was. Fucking ponytail. He's currently being held on $250,000. They found DNA evidence in his scrunchie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What else do we have, Jackie? Okay, well, there's a sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Finally. Engage. Engage. (laughs) Nevada is the only state that allows legal prostitution, and there are two dozen licensed brothels in the state, but none are sci-fi themed. Yet. A Nevada businessman (laughs) and documentary star Dennis Hoff just bought a run-down brothel 90 miles from Las Vegas and is planning on turning it into his newest business venture, Alien Cat House. <laughs> the, oh, I, how do you tell if a brothel's run-down? Do I don't even want... I, don't, I, do, I do not even want to know. Yeah. I, don't want I think I've been... Yeah, I've been to, Not inside a brothel, but I've been to the outside. You've been around one. Yeah. I don't know. Can you tell from the outside? Help. Um, they all look pretty run down from what I can tell, hmm. to be fair. They're all like, they look like trailers usually. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not nice buildings. What's sex go for? I don't even know what sex goes for. Yeah, and a brothel, you know? they're like, like discount rates. love how we're looking at you, just like putting you on the spot. Do you know what uh, sex goes for? Well, I'm asking, I'm not saying because you do Scott, it, but just bouncers you know. don't like your face. Do you really think you'd be like yeah, no, 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 Are you talking that about... That guy's gonna rape. I can tell. <laughs> He looks just like Chris Cross. I don't know what it costs in a brothel. I really don't. I know Mm -hmm. what it costs in strip clubs, or what, in my experience, it has cost in strip clubs. Mm. I know what it has cost, uh, what I've been quoted to come to my hotel room. You know what the estimates are? This is just an estimate for a half and a half. There should be an app for that. Okay. And roughly? Like, I've been told 500 for me to just show up at your hotel room if you want me to... If you want me to fuck you and your girlfriend, it's going to be another thousand. Um, <laughs> that sounds expensive. Uh, can you not expensive enough that it would Yeah, not expensive enough that most of these places wouldn't be run down. Uh, no, and I think that I think that it depends. I think when you go to those places, it really depends on they size you up and try to squeeze every last dime out of you. So they're not like, re- they're not like reinvesting the money into making the place any nicer for you. No, All I they don't really think need so. is beds and holes. Yeah, it's not oh. like uh, look, uh, five. You know. 
eighty cents on the dollar goes into improving our conditions around here. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that really happens. No, but this place not. might be expensive because it's not just the brothel. They're going to build an entire Area Fifty One themed tourist destination. Oh wow! All right, Very Heidi cool. Fleiss is helping out. Look at that! Really? Yeah, it's going to be expensive. Cool. Yeah. What's the headline? Okay, well, sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Now, every once in a while, there comes along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Scott and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. If you guys want to submit, the setup is Sci-Fi Brothel to open in Nevada. Sci-Fi Brothel to open in Nevada. They even have a special sci-fi treat for premature ejaculators, the Vulcan Neck Pinch. Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Now I know where to go if I want to get my Philip K. Dick sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Star Wars fans will get to choose between the light and the dark side. (laughs) However, choosing the dark side does require considerably more force. (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. The official name, Area 69. (laughs) Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. If you visit the Matrix-themed room, may I suggest taking the blue pill? (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi brothels open in Nevada in the Alien movie-themed room. The facehuggers will now be (laughs) face-sitters. Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Various Star Wars-themed services include the Princess Lamy, the Millennium Felching, and the Hando Calrissian. Sci-fi brothel that opened in Nevada. Finally, that anal probe joke you've been waiting to use makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one for me. Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Various Star Trek-themed services include the Romulan Horbird, the Prime Erective, and the Protein Torpedo. Engage. All right, Joe, I need another setup. Asterios Coconos caught wind somehow. I think he may have hacked my computer the last time he was here. He caught wind that we were doing this bit, yeah. or maybe he just assumed we were going to do this because it seemed so obvious okay. for the round robin joke up that he we submitted jokes like from ten jokes. So I need you to redo the setup once again, Jackie. Rapid the headline? Fire? No, the headline. No, not just that. I need you to read it as if Asterios were here. I need you to give him his oh, due. Oh, sure. Jackie? Okay, fine. Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Now, every once in a while, there comes along that, that, yeah. A news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Asterios' job to pick it completely bare of those chestnuts. And in doing so, he must also participate in our news story round robin joke off. Sci fi brothel to open in Nevada when sleeping with a regular girl just seems too unrealistic. <laughs> sci fi brothel to open in Nevada, they'll help you boldly go where thousands of men have gone before. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. In fairness, nerds often spend thousands on Klingons they can't have sex with. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. The Johns at this brothel have their phasers set to prematurely ejaculate. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you can possibly... I'm sorry, our hour is up. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada when you want to bang slave Leia, but you just don't have the time to break down a girl's self-esteem. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada if it's somehow even sadder than giving up. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. Finally, a brothel where the slave Leia costume is included with the price. <laughs> Sci-fi brothel to open in Nevada. They finally found a way for bullies to call sex with girls gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sci-Fi Brothel in Oakland, Nevada. I wouldn't mind shooting my proton torpedoes into their thermal exhaust ports, which is a game you can play with them later after fucking them. (laughs) Thank you, Asterios. Their exhaust port is barely the size of a womp rat. (laughs) All right. I don't think we have any time for any more of these stories, unfortunately. Jackie, you just keep cutting more and more into your time. Actually, let's do this last one really quickly. The head of the Apple design team. And please call it. No, no, no. Tim Tebow. Okay. America wants to live next door to Tim Tebow. Mm. Oh, wait. Hold Uh, on a second. I wanted to talk about that last story a little bit more. I wanted to talk about who we would want to bang from sci-fi movies. Okay. I would want to bang the three-titted chick from Total Recall. Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Maybe... Sigourney Weaver in the robo suit in the fucking power loader from Aliens. She was hot in that movie. Yeah. I'll give her that. I'll give you that. I, also, was... Sigourney Weaver again in Galaxy Quest. Oh, she looked awesome in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. I was like, she's old. Wait a second. She's really, really hot. Yeah. There was some movie. See, I don't know the name of it, but it was before Species, but it was kind of like Species. And it was, uh, for some reason, when my parents recorded Robin Williams at the Met on VHS which they love. My mom quoted that stand-up routine incorrectly to me when I was home over Christmas. It's <laughs> like, it's like Robin Williams always used to say, and then it was something that Don't he never said. <laughs> it was never, something he never, ever said, ever. <laughs> but they accidentally recorded like an hour of some sci-fi movie that was on super late night on HBO that had an alien Femalian? woman with full bush. I don't think it was that. But it was creepy. I think it may have demented me for life sexually because it was like this now really you hot full woman. bush. <laughs> That's all I can get into. <laughs> That's it. The fuller the better. Can I ask you put that razor down? <laughs> Are you going waxing right now? That's it. Filing papers. <laughs> don't do it. No, I don't know what it was called, yeah. though. But it was, I just know that I would be like, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to go watch some more Robin Williams at the Met because I love comedy. <laughs> Door lock. Snap. <laughs> snap, snap. Snappity snap, snap. Deadbolt. So you would bang her? What the hell else? it was called? I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but I guess I don't. I mean, species. There was there was species as well. Heard she was name, but yeah, sure. um, that's pretty down the line. The, but the, I like the that hoary, one. the the literal courtesan from uh, the Firefly slash uh, Serenity. That wouldn't be bad at all. Were sci-fi movies sexier in the past? Like, was it just a sexier genre, and then they've gotten Barbarella. less sexy? Barbarella's sci-fi, right? Starship. Starship oh Troopers, yeah, Denise yeah. Richards. And isn't there like a lesbian scene in that too? Yeah, right. He gives himself a ding. Nick's like, do this thing I'm saying, and then I'm going to ding myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more news. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. That's it. Sorry. One more time. People want to live next door to Tim Tebow, apparently. You know yeah. why? You never have to worry about a ball falling into your yard. You can't throw it that far. <laughs> Hit me. Hit me. Sorry, Frank. Frank's a big Broncos fan. We're going to kick that in. Call and harass uh, our new call screener, Drew. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. AustinHuffinStapes.com is the email. When we get back, he is a tornado from Rio de Janeiro. This is Don Blanquito joining us on the Huffinstapes radio program on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to Huffinstapes. Is this thing on? We're... So what we get drunk, so what we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we go out, that's how we're supposed to be, living young and wild and free. Uh, uh, uh. So what 
I keep them rolled up, sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes. And look clean, don't it wash it the other day, watch how you lean on it. Eat me some 501 jeans on and roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers. And smoke them hoes down to they stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray. You know what? It's like I'm 17 again, peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case, trying to find a hella taste. Oh my God, I'm on the chase. Chevy is getting kind of heavy, irrelevant selling it, dipping away, time keeps slipping away, zipping the safe, flipping for pay, tipping like I'm dripping in paint, up front, focus like Khalifa, put the weed in so the So while we get drunk, so while we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so while we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, living young and wild and free. My team in there is gonna be some weed in the air. Tell them, Mac. Blowing everywhere we going, and now you know it when I step right up. Get my lighter so I can light up. That's how it should be done. Soon as you think and you're down, find how to turn things around. Now things are looking up. From the ground up, pound up this Taylor gang. So turn my sound up and mount up and do my thing. Uh, now I'm chilling, fresh out of class, feeling like I'm on my own and I could probably own the building. Got my own car, no job, no children. Had a size project, me and Mac killed it. THC, MAC, DEV, HD3, hi, it's me. This is us, we gon' fuss and we gon' fight and we gon' roll and live on. So while we get drunk, so while we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so while we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, living young and wild and free. Just supposed to party, roll one, smoke one, and we all just having fun. So we just roll one, smoke one. When you live like this, just supposed to party, roll one, smoke one, and we all just having fun. So I'll be getting drunk, so I'll be smoking. We're just having Your booty, baby, bounce. Your booty, girl, bounce. 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 Bounce, 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 like a hurricane, tsunami booty, bring the pain. Who's this, this is good. Who's this guy? <laughs> tornado booty. <laughs> Who's this guy? Wait, we didn't get him headphones? What the shit? What's come on? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have 14 crew members. All of which require headphones. New Don Blanquito, bounce your booty, an old friend of the programs. If you go by the New York Times, they call him Mr. Cutler. But uh, did you we like know him as Don Blanquito. I mean, I, obviously you were you were happy to have the New York Times article written about you. But did you like that they revealed? I don't really care. I mean, I got nothing to hide, man. 
Besides six and a quarter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, a that's the salami you, you want to hide? <laughs> Jewcock. That's when you play hide the salami, that's the only time you've got something to hide? hide. Oh, kielbasa, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I, 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 I was an embarrassment. It was cool. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't, I mean, it's my real name. What the fuck? Okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure Calvin, you Calvin brought us. What's that? That's Snoop Dogg's real name, oh, Calvin really? Brodus. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, though, I'm just saying. You just ruined Snoop for me. Yeah, off air. He doesn't That's want. It. He doesn't wow. want to be known. Yeah, I saw it. now that all right. So, so Don Blanquito to fill you guys in. If you don't know, if you're not big on the uh, Brazilian funk scene, you may not know Don Blanquito. Or if you didn't hang out and go to, I don't know what they say about you. You went to a prestigious boarding school. Boarding you school, yeah. You go to a prestigious boarding school, or you're not into Brazilian funk. You may not know Don Blanquito. He is a rapper. He uh, now resides in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, Correct. and does Brazilian funk. And just and is an old friend of the show. Has been on many, many times in the past. Just kind of. You know, slinging stories about what it's like down there in Rio and the favelas, fucking hookers, whatever. Exactly. A list of your, <laughs> some of the song titles too that you've uh, you've created over the years. Get that vagina, which Get is that like vagina, a, yep. a classic for uh, for uh, Staples, huh? Houses. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, get bounce your booty, shake your booty, some boondown, on the boondown. It's all uh, it's all for the children. Yeah, it's all for the kids. <laughs> Well, apparently they think so, because you made the world section of the New York Times, which I can't imagine something that sounds more pretentious than the world section of the New York Times. And meanwhile, all of a sudden, boom, Don Blanquito. So how did that come about? How well, are you now like a, a superstar? Well, cool He's up there with Johnny Clegg and Savuka now. <laughs> On a side note, I split the page with the North Korean dictator, which is pretty fucking wow. cool. Wow. Really? With wow. Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un the second. Really? Kim Jong-un and you on either side of the page. Really? Yep. In, the, in the print version? Oh, no, this is on the, online. Oh, really? Okay. Anyways, uh, I don't know. What happened was... Uh, you know, I've been down there making, you know, just fucking grinding, and, and this guy I know was at a barbecue with the correspondent from the New York Times in Latin America, and he was like, you got to meet my boy Don B, whatever. So uh, put me in touch with the guy, and then uh, I basically spilled my heart out to him. He's like, we'd like to do a piece on you. So I was like, for sure. And now, and now you're in the New York Times. New York now, Times. how did they wow. cover some of your more risque material in the New York Times? Are they... You talking about what, like sex and shit? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, I'm, I have a girl now. Since Jackie blew me off, the girl outside said she would never blow me off, which I was insulted by Sorry. too. Said so she would never blow you. She off? She would never blow me off. I don't know. Uh, oh, she, she emphasized the word "blow" when she, she said it. I'm, I'm emphasizing it. But oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure that's what you meant. No awkward call screener Drew. There's always different girls out there. I don't know. Yeah. Was it awkward call screener Drew who said she never blow you off? No, it was the, some chick out there. She was cool though. Okay. I don't know. She's 23. Okay, yeah, it's awkward call screener. Awkward Drew. call yeah. screener Drew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. ACD for short. Yeah. Exactly. So they didn't cover it because you're now no longer talking about it, or you don't want to talk about it as openly as you have in the past. Why didn't they cover your sexual exploits? I mean, I well, saw in the video you said some stuff. I have a girlfriend now who I live with. So right. I mean, I mean, so the sexual. But it's part of where it comes from. It's where the music sure. comes from. Is your appreciation of the female form, so to speak? And that's the nicest way to put it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, I don't know why they didn't cover it. They could have covered it, but they they wanted to go uncovered this time. Well, <laughs> talk, talk to me about this girl now. Have you had to change your ways? Willingly forced to? Well, is she I've been down? Of, I've been through a lot, a lot, a lot of fucking dirty, you know, dirty hoes in Brazil. Yeah. So, I mean, after filtering you have, through he, he, can, he remembers hoes. all of them because he still has all the receipts. <laughs> no, exactly. All the receipts. It's all cash, actually. No, uh, fucking, I don't know, man. She's a good, she's a good chick. She's, she just turned 21. She's, uh, she's very mature. 21 year old, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know things are going well, man. She, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying out the love thing, you know, getting into. Getting She's on. a very mature 21 year old. She's read all the Twilight books. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I got another fucking Steve Jobs book in Portuguese. She hasn't read it yet, but whatever. Um, she, I don't know, man. Whatever. Trying to get on, you know, trying to tap into the ro romantic side of Don B. I'm digging deep. I haven't hit oil yet, but we're getting there. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so do you, blew me off. is she is Sorry. she the <laughs> is she the only girl in your life right now? Only girl in my life right now. 
We're on the air, right? And she's not down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So she's not down with, uh, you've literally well, she's had to give my up bullshit. She's seen all my videos. She's seen all my shit. I mean, she knows that. Wait, what does that mean? She's seen all she, your videos? Well, she's seen all the music fucking, videos or the videos? The, the, the ones on your hard both, drive. Both, yeah. both. Yeah. She's seen orgies. She's seen fucking really? everything. Whatever. How does that, now how do you set up the orgy viewing party with your current girlfriend? Just to let her, you're like, here, we no, gotta I just didn't. watch she's this. She's Brazilian and she went through my shit and found them. I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't like, hey, by the way, check out, you know, check out the fucking orgy. She snuck into your shit, and you came home, and she was snuck already watching my it. Shit, and she was watching it. She was, you know, jerking off in, in my bed. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> jerking off, no. Jesus Christ! Those Brazilian girls—they're funny. No, I'm kidding. No, anyway, she—you know—Brazilian girls are very jealous. So she went through my shit and found it. But whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'm proud. You. you love me for, for for all of me, not part of me. Right? Did right. she try to make you delete them? I backed them up. But okay. she, she, deleted a, she deleted a few of them. The pictures of my ex-girlfriend's pussy, she deleted. Specifically, Naturally. well, because there was a file of my ex girl named Christiani who just had just had like pussy shots and like uh, a couple of pornos and she she wasn't feeling those because there was emotional involvement. The other ones were just wait well, the way you photographed them showed emotional involvement of specifically. Well, I think she thought it was emotionally the pussy fiscal, fiscal involvement. She's okay. Right? There was an <laughs> emotional tie to that pussy. The right. other pussies there was no emotional involvement. Mm. How can you tell? Are you that good of a photographer that you were able to convey the emotional involvement? There's a lot of emotion in this yeah. lighting. <laughs> no, I don't know. She just she just didn't like the ex girlfriend shit. But that was only three. The other three thousand she left. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, exactly. That's nice of her. Exactly. I just didn't know if you put like an orchid in the shot or something, so she knew you really liked right. that one particular <laughs> some pussy, some Georgia O'Keeffe shit that you were doing. There's a reflection a of him. Folder. Yeah, there's a reflection of him in the mirror with a with a tear <laughs> streaming down his face as he took a picture. I of love it. the idea of the Don B folder. It's like romantic pussy, dirty pussy. It's just all right. It's and sorted. Then it's sorted exactly. Yeah, it's sorted by how romantic you <laughs> are about well. it. Has she inspired you to write new songs and new music? I wrote a love, like I did a hip hop song where it was, ac- I was actually gonna come in with like a, a grimy hook and, 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 and shit on chicks, but then she was like, you know, that doesn't, that's not right. Do something nice and this and that. It got in my head at the time, so I was like, all right, I'll do, I'll do a gay love song. But, <laughs> a gay love song about two men? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't about two men, but it was just upsetting to my, you know, to my fans. You mean, who, you mean uh, a cheesy love song? Cheesy, it was cheesy. But the chick in the video made up for the, che- the cheesiness. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. It's called So Crazy, but I'd rather not, you know, I don't know. I don't really want to. You want to put that out there. Yeah, Your yeah. fans are disappointed. Do people feel like you've sold out now? Not that you're... sold out. Because well, I'm still me. I'm still me. I mean, the, 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 the root of the root of the fucking, of, of the Blanquito is still, still, is still there. It's just that I try to do some commercial shit, but I'm actually going to go back. I'm going to release all my lost tapes now, you know, and fucking just go back to the Get the Vagina. I think it's just, that's where my heart's at. I really? love my girl, but so I'm just you wrote saying, one love song and now you're giving it up because it wasn't for you. It wasn't for me. I, it was a curveball. I mean, you got to try new shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this article. You know, I mean, the New York Times uh-huh. goes very into. Uh, By the way, if anyone uh, has had a hard time believing what hard times newspapers have fallen on, <laughs> I mean, well. we've got we've got Don Blanquito, Grace, and a very informative article. New York Times. Sharing. It was really it was cool. It was cool. There's a video too, in case anyone doesn't believe it. Oh. Yeah, I there's a video. You your MBA. MBA. In what? And you blew me off. See what you did? I, I wouldn't have... Good luck getting an MBA now, Jackie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fucking uh, MBA. In what? In business. Just a general oh, business. I thought That's it was like MBA. slang only comes in basketball. I'm not a basketball guy. So yeah, no, you got a, you got a job now and everything. It says that you're job doing now. like you're doing uh, Multi- business consulting. I'm doing in- I'm doing sales for uh, for an international company, which I don't want to talk about on the air the company name, but it, it's cool, man. I'm doing sales, and then I have plenty of time to focus on uh, on the Blanquito movement. So it's, it's it's fine, you know. You got it. You got Unfortunately, the music wasn't paying the bills. You gotta get that commission. Get <laughs> that commission. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no, I, it was almost sad toward the end of this thing. You know, it was almost like I felt like 
this was almost our Don B riding off into the sunset no, a little bit. Like the last the line is, stone. I'm staying in the favela, he said, Mr. Cutler said. I don't yeah. know if I'll sing funk forever, but I know it's what I like to do, and it's music that trembles your soul. But still, it feels it almost feels like Blanquito riding off into it, the Rio de Janeiro and sunset with no. that giant Jesus thing behind Is it a favela? That, <laughs> is a favela like gliding. a, a shantytown? <laughs> is that it's a favela? A, it, exactly. It's like the projects out there. It's like City of God. Okay. And you live in the favela mm-hmm. now? You and your, your girl? Me and my girl for like the last two years. I just got a new house there, by the way. So How do you years. survive as a like a really, really white-looking guy in the favela? I mean, people... people do like, they know you by now? I, yeah, every, I, I sing there, I perform there. Everyone's like, Blanquito, what's up? I, I went in there when there were drug traffickers running it. And then what happened was the police came in, so like when it became pacified, because of the Olympics, the external pressure from the Olympics, yeah. the police are coming in and taking over the favelas and shit. So I was there originally, and I knew all the drug traffickers and shit, and... I performed there a bunch of times. I had friends that lived there, so people kind of accepted me. It's not, I'm the only one living there. I'm the only white Jew living there, which is ironic. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, so I think they accept me, man. I'm humble. I don't, you know, I'm no better than anybody else. Do you think Brazilians would be more accepting of a white Jew living in their town, or white Jews be more accepting of Brazilians living in their town? <laughs> Depends <laughs> which town. <laughs> the Palisades. Yeah. Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, probably not so much there. Malibu. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. So wait, you trended on? Did you also trend? I was ahead on of Twitter? Gaddafi, yeah. Uh, I was what? I was on, I was on a major. How did I miss the day when you were when you were trending on Twitter? Oh, That's slept insane. On that one, huh? Yeah, I definitely slept. That I, was too much serious? blueberry Kush. Yeah, yeah. No. I missed that one, buddy. Uh, fucking, I was on this major talk show, which is like the Oprah out there, and uh, what the fuck's her What's name? Oprah's name? Yeah, Oprah over Jesus Christ, uh, Oprah Bundao. Ana Maria Braga. She actually liked that track. I sang that shit on there, but um. <laughs> Anyways, fucking, I was on there, and all of a sudden, like, all these people were talking. It was a 20-minute interview, one-on-one. Jilma, the president of Brazil, was on the next day, and Anderson Silva before. So I was, I randomly got on that show. I don't know how the fuck I got on there, but it was cool. And I was Rule of threes, the president, Anderson, Anderson Silva, and Don Blanquita. Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter, it was, like, me and then Gaddafi. Gaddafi was six, I was five, which is pretty fucking dope. Are what you was serious? that? What was the hashtag? Wow! The hashtag was I don't know what the fuck hashtag. Is. If, what, what was the keyword? <laughs> Don Blanquito. Yeah, yeah Don Blanquito. That's just what was. Don Blanquito replied. Everything was trending. Wow, that's really? amazing. It was a pretty, it was a pretty cool shit. I'm, 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 for some reason, I'm always correlated with the fucking world dictator. You know the dictators and shit. Some yeah, reason. it's pretty cool. The Korean mm-hmm. one and another motherfucker. You're a dictator of sorts. I am a dictator. <laughs> You've given a lot of dictation. We love dick. Yeah. <laughs> So who's this girl? What's the what's the story now? Yes, I mean, she, she speak any English at all or no? Thank you, hello, fuck you, you know the usual. Mm-hmm. Like just just emergency words and shit. But it's probably better that way. Emergency you know? words. Yeah, <laughs> she gets along with my family because of that. Oh really? Yeah, that's good. Are you still running the Don Blanquito reality tour? I am doing that. I took that off the website though, so I wouldn't fuck my job up. But yes, yeah, full blown tours, hookers, whatever you want. I'll stop stop getting drugs for people though. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize you were doing that before. No, I, wasn't, right. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm talking about uh, yeah, some other guy. Bottle he means like if, he's like if he needs Sudafed, Put, he just can't. He can't hook it up. Anymore. He can go to the pharmacia. Yeah. Exactly. Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think of the article overall? I mean, they painted. I was you know, said it's, it's it's you, right? It's you. Did you like the way they painted it overall? I, mean, I think I, it was very positive. I think yeah. it's hard to you know, for New York Times it's a, it, to give you a fluff article. I mean, it, it, it was it's. I have no PR. I have no fucking manager. I mean, they, they, it was they came in there and did a really positive thing, and they didn't use any of the interviews of people that I knew. So like, they didn't want any biased opinions, which is good journalism, you know. They actually everyone you saw interview were people that I just they, they just interviewed in shows or on the street. So I mean, it was overall. I mean. The same way that a motherfucker could have said something positive, they could also say something negative, and so it was. It was very good, man. I'm happy with it, but I want to take it to the next level. I want to. I want to blow the fuck up for real and make real money and then quit the job. You want to be like Pitbull? 
Pitbull, is that what you want to do? Pitbull, but, but, but with the white Jewish version in Latin America. You do know you want to I mean? be on everybody else's tracks, though? Like, if they were offering you... I want you, them to be on my tracks. I don't want yeah, to be like do you want to be like the guy who just jumps in there? Yeah. Like, just jumps in there and says, has your one line? No, fuck that shit. I want, I want to, like, you know, have Lil Wayne drop, like, you know, three bars on my track. All right, well, there you go. I saw that you were tweeting at a lot of people when uh, when the story broke. You were, I like, shot tweeted, out yeah, everybody famous. Did you, get any, did you get any love from, like, there was a CNN guy who liked the article who tweeted at you, I saw... Uh-huh. Did you get any love back? Not, like, you, no, no bookings for CNN yet. No bookings for CNN. <laughs> Tom, I don't think it's funny. I mean, New York Times is arguably mu- is, it's fucking know, real. It's bigger it's than the, CNN. Yeah, it's the most legit paper in the world. But I mean, yeah, I don't know some some reason. But then it was also a weird time. It was the day after Christmas. Motherfuckers are like not really doing anything. You know, I don't know. It's also a good time to pay attention to the paper. But I think people are out of out of work and on vacation, or whatever. So I want to say that the Christmas Day and the day after are maybe the only two days of year that I do read the paper. Well, it, when you get to section A nine, for sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't make it. I, I don't really get past the best buy, the best buy ads. But the world section was dope. It's still on there. Actually, it's still on the site. The at the bottom, the video section. And were your parents proud to see in the year? Well, times? my dad was because he he thought I was a you know a piece of shit for the last four years. I was like, Dad, you ordered this paper, so it's pretty legit. I mean, really, the, your parents they don't get the Don Blanquito Act, huh? They're not down with the movement, but huh. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, no, you say that, but then I look. I got invited to uh, I got invited to your parents. Um, Holiday party, your dad's holiday party for his, uh, for whatever his employees, yeah. where I got face raped by a drag queen, which is another story <laughs> for another day. Amazing. But they're always inviting, uh, people from the LGBT movement to, uh, entertain at the holiday parties. So this is my second straight Cutler holiday party. Right. And the, he always plays your music, though. They always play your music. Doesn't matter. I don't think what it's him that's requesting it to the DJ, but someone in the, in the someone, party is. Someone in the party. It always slips. Who do you think, who do you think that is? Your mom or your I sister? I think it's Mike Marquez. I think it's the guy who works with him. Yeah, he's like, one yeah, no, no one objects. No, he's like, all right, great track. He's like, he's the guy that just really wants to piss your dad off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's like, it's your son, motherfucker. No, but it is what it is, man. I mean, it's tough for, for, for you know for a white Jew from St. Louis to, as opposed to a black Jew who would be my father. But um, <laughs> it's tough. For, it's tough for a Jew from St. Louis who's a doctor to understand, you know, his son moving to a fucking favela after you know getting degrees and and deciding to kind of like you know chase his heart and, and, and dreams. But then again, I mean, the New York Times, you know. Put a little light at the end of the tunnel for me, you know what I mean? And showed him that, that whatever this shit is is real. So, you guys believed in me since day one, which is important. See, there you go. We're good scouts. We're good scouts of talent. We believed in you since back in the day you when did, you were 100%. just banging whores and whatever. And now you're just like that a was, married guy. Yeah, exactly. A married guy who's practically <laughs> quitting at the end. Of, I cannot get over. You're married, practically quitting at the end of this I'm thing, not man. Quitting I'm telling at all. you. I, I, they made shift, it sound like it's that, a shift, John it's, B. A, it's a shift change. Fuck that. I'm not quitting at all. I'm making new music. I'm doing big things. And he's gonna start making songs for his toddlers now. Like yeah. alphabet songs. Deaf, yeah. deaf, deaf, retarded toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, man, but the movement has not stopped at all. It's just shift change. But I'm, I'm fucked the love shit. I'm, I'm getting back to the booty, booty shaking shit. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's neutral. It's neutral, exactly. Everybody loves it's it. I didn't movie. realize how many fans you have in Rio. I mean, I was looking, I was watching that video. There's a lot of people out there who was a big know, show. and there was, and there were the shows that they shot. You were in front of, 30, that had to be 30,000 people. 30,000 people. Really? Was that what it was? 30,000 people, yep. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of motherfuckers. How did you that's, estimate that? I don't know. I just like counted rows. You just count like, across and then you count back and you know. <laughs> it was like looking at a jar full of jelly beans. <laughs> exactly. I won that Chocolate every time. I would always win that. I was like, mm, about 787. That's me. <laughs> no. I'm like fucking Rain Man. That was fucking real. It was real. It was real. That was the biggest show of my life. Well, speaking of real, you know, last time, I, maybe it wasn't last time, but one of the times you are on the show, you know, told us you've, you've seen some shit go down in Rio. You said a guy pulled a, a bazooka one time? A rocket launcher. A rocket launcher. Okay. Tomato, tomato. tomato. That's that's yeah. um, <laughs> uh, anything since then? I have an interesting story to yeah. tell you guys, actually, which is more important. It's about sex. And it, it, I was just in Cabo with my family for, for, for New Year's or whatever. And I was with my girlfriend as well. And she wanted to go into the town. And in the town, all there are pharmacies and whorehouses. Mm-hmm. Great place. Jack, you should. 
No. Um, I'm writing it down. Cabo, you say? You go to the pharmacy. Okay. <laughs> so fucking, uh, anyways, uh, so she wanted to get her nails done. So I asked, this, so all the, there's these nasty Mexican chips with like triple D titties just sitting down at all these pharmacies and salons. And the HIV virus that I have. Oh, man, down. come on. Um, no, actually, no. Thank God. I've been tested. God forbid, Dr. Cole, my dog. Um, <laughs> so fucking, uh, it was, it was a song called Dr. Cole on his new CD. I'm going to make one for him. I'll get that. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, fucking, um, she asked to get her nails done, and so I'm in this, we walk into this random, like, this random room, and this double D titty chick, you know, you can be honest? Kind of like Jackie, but not as hot. Uh, uh, oh, okay. That's now uh, how is she like Jackie? Intelligent. Thank you. I can estimate that, she too. I'm going to estimate below moves. double Ds. I'm going to say the other. Her hers were fake, yeah. I think. Okay. We were discussing that outside. Oh. Yours are real. They are real. God bless. <laughs> I hate fake titties. Thank you, Dr. Cole. Dr. Cole. Dr. So, Cole. So anyway, so, so she gets her nailed, and, and the lady goes, would you like a massage? So I'm like, I'm looking at my girl, like, to get the blessing and shit. So Rabbi, Rabbi Leros, she fucking, she told me I could get the massage. So we, I go into the room, she's like, you can take everything off and lay down face flat. So I fucking fully naked, get rid of the boxes, just fuck the boxers, you know what I mean? So I'm face down, and all of a sudden, the chick comes in and, and didn't close the fucking door. So my girl's getting her nails done. Watching this whole thing, just wait, waiting for like my toe to like curl up or do, like you know some kind of a strain. To, right. Anyway, shitty story because there's no punchline. But the bottom line is it was a fucking really creepy, shitty situation. You know, I know what to fucking do. So maybe you guys, I don't know. Well, Joe is an expert at what to do in awkward. And there were no nicks. There were no nicks. She didn't nick me. She did nothing. No nicks. She didn't nick the sack or anything. No, the sack kind of when she was doing the inner thigh, but no yeah. no nicks on uh, on the Johnson. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I didn't get nicked. I had the last time I went in actually. Uh, you know how if they rub your tendons just right, you can make your hand curl up. Exactly. Well, she was straddling my arm and rubbing my tendons and making my hand curl up into her crotch. She was straddling oh. your arm with her pussy or with her, with, with her hand? No, with her with her body. Yeah, with her with her legs. And so I was kind of she was uh, she was animating your hand. She was basically you? forcing me to. Have to, you been tested? Well, luckily she was wearing pants, um, and also she was like, I don't know, 70. So, uh. She didn't even have AIDS back when uh, she was having sex. Yeah, probably not. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if. I, I wouldn't do that if my girlfriend was around and wasn't into it. Was it was fucking creepy. I've been really lucky that I've had girlfriends that would, like, love to watch that happen anyway. Then so. she tells me she was never getting another massage without me. I'm like, well, probably will, but. <laughs> don't worry. That's, me. that's the last it. one you'll know about. Exactly. <laughs> so, what does it take? I mean, you know, given what you've got going on down there in, in Brazil, and you moved down there because of your love for brown women. You've made this very clear, big, but big, yeah, exactly. What does it take for a girl to lock down Don B? Like, what has this girl got on you? She's humble. She's like, just what's the she's, deal? Off, she's off the hook, man. I also, like, there's too many drunk nights where I did too much stupid shit, and it gets to the point where you're you're you're, you're, you're fucking you're going to war against. It, it, it's like when the Jews, well, not the Jews, like the Polish went against the Germans. Mm. You know what I mean? With the fucking cavalry went against the tanks. Bottom line is, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. The bottom line is, this kid's got his MBA. Too, right too, too, yeah. too, too many raw nights, too many fuck ups, too many mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. In, in, in a place, you're, you're, you're in a fucked up jungle. You, you shouldn't be doing that kind of shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're not, you're not going raw in fucking in Israel or, you know what I mean? Or like, you feel like you're tempting fate. <laughs> Every time, 100%. You know, you get twisted, you, you fuck some dirty ass bitch from some fucking hood from the middle of fucking some suburbs in the middle of Rio. You're like, maybe been I there, been there, done that. <laughs> doing it tomorrow. Yep. No, it's so a fucking. The bottom line is fucking, it's just. Vegas is basically Rio, Joe. Don't I had to slow down. I had to slow down. And I'm 30, so I was like, whatever the fuck, you know. So that was like a real love letter to her right there. I gave you a chance. I just gave you the total setup. I gave you, what is it that's so wonderful about this girl? And you gave me, I'm sick of fucking dirty bitches. <laughs> well, she was, I, 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 she was the first clean bitch I found in Rio after f- four or five years. So I, I knew it was a keeper. I had a similar re- revelation lately. I was just like, you know, I just, I can't, 
you know, Don B, to be honest, I was having a hard time getting it up with randoms. Really? She wasn't doing it for me anymore. She didn't care. See, that's, that's weird. She didn't care. <laughs> I was with two girls at the same time, and I was like, eh, I'd rather be playing video games. Had to smack some, had to smack some life into it. I don't know. Just go to Cabo and get some. Cyanus. Never mind. I thought we were having a moment there. Forget I no, said. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I thought happens, you were going to say me too. It happens, brother. Me too. He's like he's shaking his head. No, it doesn't. It does. Never it's happened. It's happened. It doesn't happen. Uh, let's play one of your tracks. What do you say? Before, well, why don't we play you out with one of your tracks? Perfect. What do we have, uh, Nick? You got that set up over there? What uh, what track should we hear? Should we hear that love song? Should we hear what the it sounds like when Dom? He didn't want us to play it. He didn't All right, that's probably more reason to play it, right? But it's cheesy. Yeah, kind of. I think everyone now that's wants to hear it. Absolutely, list. you're right. Oh man, do you sing like Aaron Neville in it? We have to follow up. We get that vagina after that. The touch, the feel. What was it? What was this? He did the kind of What else did he do? Single forever. Single forever. Does your girlfriend that's not him, right? like that track? It was made. It was made pre her. He <laughs> also oh, don't be saying like that. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Oh, he doesn't do that. He has an no. NBA. He doesn't. That's right. right. What's the name of the song yeah. we're playing? Dom Single B. forever. Single yeah, forever. Play that one. I want to hear it. No, that's a good song actually. For real. I can't read any of it. It's yes, in Portuguese. Scott. Single forever is in English, bro. Oh, single forever is it's right you here think in I English. I just decoded that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen. This is it a love song. It's 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 not not the love song, but it is it's related to love. Okay. <laughs> it's related to love. All right, this is Don Blanquito, single forever. Lo- iTunes, baby, iTunes. Love of Poon. Jew tunes. <laughs> yeah, big Don Blanquito with DJ Amazing Clay. Single forever, baby. That's how we gonna be. Uh, 2009, let's go. She runs her fingers through my hair when we watch a DVD. But my motherfucking homies keep on calling me. I wanna be single forever, but I don't wanna die alone. So I'ma buy a dog and leave the bitch at home. Single for single for single single forever. Single 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 for single for single single forever. Single 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 for single for single single forever. Single 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 for single for single single forever. Zombie, where can people find the song? Zombie, single forever. I made this in 2009, but it's pretty, I don't know. 
pretty it's still relevant today. Still love song. Exactly. <laughs> still relevant. Exactly. Exactly. I'll never go out. People of style. just search Don Blanquito. Don Blanquito iTunes. Don Blanquito iTunes. You can find him at Don Blanquito on Twitter, I believe. Is that yeah, correct? Don Blanquito Twitter and DonBlanquito.com. You can get some free tracks, some more kosher tracks. You're still giving out Don Blanquito condoms. I have so much I Don am. Blanquito actually reusable. swag at my place. Are they reusable? <laughs> there you are. I did a commercial on it. I'm following you now. Looks are like you? the most popular song is Rio. Yeah, that's the most popular. Uh, definitely. It's commercial. It's friendly. It's, it's I love that song. It's I love Rio. It's a hot track. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Rio's great. I like Not Favela, even though I have no idea what it means. I think it it's means about the my favela. favela. It's right? about the favela and how I love the favela and you know how it's a rich place that people look at as a shithole. Get that vagina. Only the number five most popular it's, song. It's Shocking. rich in spirit. Yeah. Favela. It's rich in spirit. Exactly. So DonBlanquito.com, at DonBlanquito on Twitter. The New York Times has them still up... Uh, Along with and I video. came out in the Sydney Herald, which was interesting. The Sydney Herald, they, they, they copied yeah. the. Uh, I mean, I got some Australian fans, hopefully now. But uh, fantastic! Yeah, it's cool, man. There you go. Hopefully, we'll see what happens, man. I hope I blow the fuck up and uh, come back here all the time. Well, what do you say if we're doing live shows from the? Because uh, in two weeks, we didn't talk about this in the show, but in two weeks, max, I think three weeks, we're going to now be live from the uh, John Lovitz Podcast Theater That's at Universal incredible. City. Would you do a live set or at least one live song? Do a live track. Do a live track for us the next time you're in town. Hundred percent. All right, sounds good. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Don Blanquito, everybody. God bless, baby. Best show right. on earth. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank Take you. care. Thank you so much. All right, quick break. When we get back, we're doing retirements and uh, wrapping up the show. Triple eight five two zero. Four three seven four. Come on, make awkward call screener Drew feel like there's a reason for her to be here. Call in five two zero four three seven four. Call in your retirements. Retirements called in by telephone. Get precedent or us at huffandstapes.com if you want to be a sissy about it. Uh, this is the Stapes Radio Show live on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to Huff and Stapes.
program, the first show of 12. Apostrophe 12. 12. Uh, right here on the Toad Hop Network. As I said, live in a couple weeks. I really hope if we have an L.A. slash O.C. slash whatever, even a Northern California contingent, that they will make their way down for the That's live right, shows guys. of the John start, Lovitz. That'd be awesome. Start be getting cool. ready now to ask your mothers for rides mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to the Valley or whatever it is. Figure out, charter is a bus or do something. Yep. Okay. We're in the Valley now. Yeah, but I yep. thought that that wasn't in the Valley. It's just in the valley. Is anybody ever going to pay for my goddamn gas? Jesus Christ. You've never asked, except for right now by putting us on the spot yeah. on the air, yeah. which really, by the way, That's not that cool. So if you really now. want to, yeah, <laughs> you could ask. It's Welcome not like to 2012. It's not like we'd ever say it's no. something that I probably would have thought was a really reasonable request until just Oh, what the fuck? On the air, being, yeah, being, like being abused. Whatever. Is anyone ever going to pay for my gas as if you've been filling out POs for the last seven <laughs> weeks that are just piling up on my desk? Yeah, not so much. Well, I guess that's a no. Be cool. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Uh, we've got, you know, we got to take Walter. He's called in like nine times tonight. I'm going to try oh, to get Walter. him on. I don't, I can't tell. The, Walter think, is a mirage. I think she's talking to him again, though, so I don't know what to do. Mike has retirements. Uh, Nick, do we have the through? retirement bumper? Is that there? Is that ready to go? All right, ladies and gentlemen, conventions of society, you want to see retired. I think the intro actually does it justice in okay, explaining fine. what it is. One, two, three, four. Sometimes the things we use don't need them anymore. People use them way too much and they become a bore. Sometimes it's time to say that your time has come. Conventions of society, you've outstayed your welcome. Go ahead and do the noble thing. Why don't you just retire? Why don't you just retire? Watch the cars smoking and dancing swing, why don't you head on home? Like Don't Go There or Fohawk's Hair, you will not be alone. It's been a good run, but we used all your fun. I'd rather be set on fire. So do us all a favor and retire. Retirements. There you go. Looks like we have. Uh, looks like Walter wants to retire something. There are so. two types of retirements, yeah. by the way. There are things that we are sick of. Okay, mm-hmm. things that we just want to get rid of, and things that we just we don't need anymore. Things that they've run their course. They were fine. Uh, so they're really two different categories. And and typically, just to warn people, we don't retire people. We're not retiring typically. the guy who the guy who lets you go at the four way stop. We don't retire the guy. We retire <laughs> the thing. We retire the thing. We can retire people, though. It is possible. We're just in general. It's got a specific, a special, one yeah. person, but yeah. not like an mm-hmm. archetype of person. Right. No, agreed. Let's go to Walter. Walter, welcome to Huffman Staves. Hello. Huffman Staves, you guys rock. Thanks, guys buddy. Awesome. I love this Thank Walter, you, Walter guy. He makes me feel so <laughs> good. I called earlier today because uh, you guys were talking about New Year's resolutions, and I actually wanted the job at the Playboy thing that you were doing, the Spanish announcer guy. You want to be Spanish announcer guy at Playboy? Oh, uh, that Spanish yeah, announcer. You got it, or? That Spanish announcer hombre? Mm-hmm. To you, sir. Because I was listening to your um, your podcast that you did. <clears throat> Our radio show? Before we went on break. Yeah. And I didn't know you guys actually had that. I would have called. But yeah, I'm calling for the job. The job of you, wait, you want to help me prank my boss, or you actually want to host a morning show in Spanish? Real quick, are you Huff or Steve? I'm Huff. You're both sexy motherfuckers, dude. Thanks, you Walter. Know, the girl that's been <laughs> on you guys. The guy what? 
Sorry. No offense, Jackie. You're beautiful. What? But yeah, Thank I you. would like to prank and... Hey, man, if the job is real, I'd take it. All right, we can try to set up a prank. I mean, we'll try to set up a prank for maybe next week. Walter, you know what? Off air, us at HuffmanStapes.com is the email address. Send us along an email, uh, and maybe Huff, you, you and I go can work something out. You can just do it on the air. You don't have to get on the email you privately. Before you guys hang up on me, I wanted to, uh, retirement. I had actually retirement. Okay. Don Blanquito, he fucking sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I know you guys said he's your friend. No, listen, listen, listen. No. You guys said he's your friend, but that's why he's popular in Brazil, because he legitimately sucks. I'm sorry, guys. I've been listening to you guys since you started on the Total Network. You guys are awesome. He sucks. He sucks what? You mean he sucks he, as an interviewer or he sucks as an artist? Because he did make he the New York Times both. World section, which is no, more than we've you done. Know what? That doesn't matter. The whole, everything he said was just stupid, and his music sucks. I'm sorry, guys. You guys are awesome. All right, Walter. All right, be nice, be nice, Walter. All right, thank you for the no, 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 no. Listen, we love I'm you, Walter. Honest. And listen, you're entitled to your opinion. That's you're right. But we're, not, to your opinion. we're not retiring, Don. We're not retiring, yeah. Don Blanquito tonight, Never. Walter. But thank you for the phone call. We appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Some people just don't get Don Blanquito. It's just thing you have to get. You know what I mean? Look, he owns it. It's something we've preached on the show a million times. Right. I can't hate on a guy that's just like, fuck it. I'm a white Jew who's extremely privileged, and I'm going to go and live in the favelas with a girl who speaks no English mm-hmm. and fucking rock out. Like I'm not. I can't hate on the guy. I'm going to live like it. a king. Yeah, knee I wish deep I... in poon. Yeah, that's it. What are you going to do? <laughs> or whatever the Portuguese word for poon and is. Do music in the that he loves. I'm sure you uh, can find out in the Get That Vagina song. Probably. Do you want to do our retirements or get to these? Because the phone lines are blowing up, which is great. Call screen. I'll do, I'll call do one really quick. Trouble. Yeah. Um, I wanted to retire. This is one that's not a, a mean retirement. This is something that I think it's just run its course. We have no need for it anymore. Yep. I would just like to retire the bar of soap. And yes. there's just there's no reason for a bar of soap anymore. There's always hair stuck to them. They're always disgusting and wet and moldy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It gets down to that last little bit of it. Yeah. Do you use that? Do you, do you eat it? it? What do you do with that thing? Like, who even I knows what just, to do? Crush I, it up in your hands? I just try to <laughs> smash it down the drain with my foot. Yeah, that's never good. Then <laughs> so you just I, have all that nasty so shit So I can there. open yeah. another one. But there's liquid soap. If you think the buff puff is gay or, or is gross, don't use it. You just put the liquid soap right on your hands. Rub it yeah, everywhere. Yeah, rub it right in there. Yeah. You, there there's no reason... For the bar of soap anymore. Especially on the sink, the bar of soap yeah. on the sink, it just leaves that disgusting soap dish or the spot. Uh, you know who still has the sink? Who still has them? My mom. Yeah, of Went course. home this trip and there's just bar soap everywhere. I'm like, what do I do with this? It's like soap, soap everywhere, but not a drop to use. Right, exactly. <laughs> not a drop to get me clean. And then, like, when you're at someone else's house and all they have is the bar of soap, you spend like an hour trying to wash all the hair off of it. It's, you leave them a sliver. You know what I mean? Like, every second it's running under the water. The soap is just getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, I hate that. It's like a coffee filter. Yeah, so I'm just I'm retiring Nasty. the bar of soap. There's no there's no reason for bar soap anymore. Nope. You're done. Retired. Retired. Uh, you know what we'll do? We'll do Huff and Stapes staff listener. Huff and Stapes staff listener. Okay. So we're gonna go to Tony. Uh, I think he's online too. Tony, welcome to Huff and Stapes. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Tony Milwaukee. Holy shit. Yeah, it's Tony they, in Milwaukee. They just yeah. like talking. I've, uh, He's back. Yeah, I miss you guys. It's hey, it's good to hear from you, buddy. It's good to hear from you. Formerly uh, Talent Booker Tony, uh, now yeah. Tony Milwaukee again. Yeah, you guys have... Uh, I don't know. Here, let me just do my retirement. Okay, Tony. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's an off-air conversation. Yeah. Um, you guys probably aren't even going to retire. I want to retire the Eula joke. And you won't do it because you guys partake in it. But mm. I'm over it. You don't. You don't think we should really? be able to make fun of someone when they die anymore? I I think that you think all deaths are tragic. 
No, I don't think all this. You think, all, you think when a 97-year-old guy who created, like, the fucking Hamburglar character dies, we have no right to make, like, one <laughs> little Hamburglar joke? I I would exclude you guys. You guys can make all the Eula jokes you want. <laughs> but every time somebody dies, the Twitter just goes crazy with the, all these obvious bad jokes. And it's just, it's... Uh, it's done. I, you know, I'm, cl- I'm close with I'm close with Tony on this actually because you know not every death deserves to be made fun of, and not every do- not every death is untragic. I'm joking, saying is every death tragic? No, it isn't. But every death isn't untragic. It's like just because you know someone if someone dies at 25, it's usually pretty tragic. I don't even it's think funny. it's that. I think it's that you know if you're gonna do something, if you're gonna take a risk and make fun of someone who's dying, don't be not funny. Yeah. Right. And if you're going Man. to allow everyone in society that same right to make a Eula joke, it's just, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. So I would you forego Eula jokes from now on? Do you want to retire them? Because if we retire them, we got to, you know, I, we have to own it completely. I, and I've made my fair share of Eula jokes, but I'm, it's, uh, it's overdone. Is it annoying? Uh, is it annoying, Tony, if we retire it for you on the show, but we make some caveats? Like, we will do it for people only 70 years old. I don't think that's fair. That's not fair. I don't think it's fair. So, what I are we think, doing, Joe? I think that Tony's uh, heart, I think he's, I think Tony is right to say that we're not going to do it. He, his heart's in the right place. He's got a great, I, I, we can't take away the Eula joke off because a key few have ruined it for the rest of us because there are plenty of people out there besides us mm-hmm. who make funny Eula jokes. Yeah. And I don't think that we can, uh, you know, it's just like saying just because some people abuse alcohol, should it be illegal for everyone? Yeah. No, no right. it should not. So, uh, Tony, I, I, I agree with your rationale. I just don't think we can do it. I take retirements very seriously. <laughs> Clearly. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm not willing to set, to retire the Eula joke off, but I'm so happy that you called, and I hope this doesn't discourage you in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't. All right, Tony, uh, good to talk to you, buddy. It was great to hear yeah. from you. Take care, guys. Thanks, I saw from Tony's. Um, I saw from Tony's Facebook page. He's going to be getting back up uh, on stage now. He's got another job. So now I can get advice from him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, I want to do one of mine then. I want to retire something that I just noticed was a scourge this year: digital holiday cards. Oh, woof, <laughs> woof! Digital holiday cards. That's basically like a man-made. Not they all aren't man-made in the computer land, but it's like it's a virus. You're just sending me a virus. I don't need that. You're sending me spam. It's just more spam. You have no, just, it's a big, I don't give a fuck about you. I can, I can sum up the digital holiday card in two words. Don't bother. Exactly. Don't. Like, if all yeah. you're going to do is type in my email address or a couple of extra clicks on a Facebook, I don't care. Like, it's, I'm not mad. I would rather not hear from you, though. I'd rather, you're annoying me from the fact that I have to open up your digital card and delete it and probably have to respond to it in some way. I have digital. I get digital cards from people that I get. I don't look at them, and I get reminders like every few days. Like you haven't looked at your digital card yet. I know. See, I don't. The ones you're talking about don't bother me as much. Like that, go elf yourself or whatever those things are called. Like those kind of make me chuckle, and I don't hate those. Well, They're kind of spreading your good cheer. Into it yeah, or like, puts my face, and I'm yeah. dancing, and I'm doing stuff. Like, and more me I'm is fine. I'm talking about the Blue Mountain <laughs> digital holiday, like the animated. GIF. Those don't. I'm talking about like companies. Who, now, and, uh, awkward, this perfect example, Awkward Call Screener Drew is the, um, 
is the as I mentioned is the receptionist at the office and also like a rover at the office we work in. Yeah, they had to between her and the other inter the interns there had to like stamp and seal and stuff like twenty five hundred envelopes to send out. Now that's shitty. That sucks for them. Mm-hmm. But people got a personal card from the business. I'm talking about like businesses that sent out. Here's wishing you a happy 2012, and they just have like a a PDF. In my email yeah. of like, you mean like Southwest sending you? Yeah, fucking, Merry I don't Christmas. care. That's I don't mind. Like, if you had sent me an e card that was like Happy Holidays and it was something funny, I would that wouldn't bother me at all. I can't be that much of a Grinch. Now, no, but not if great I sent you an e card that I just sent that I sent to a hundred different people, no, that people. sucks. That sucks. And it's the same thing with these businesses. Right. It's like, yeah, Southwest Airlines wants to wish you a Happy New Year. No, you don't. You don't. You really don't. By the way, check out. There isn't one person who cares. Yeah, there isn't <laughs> one person in Southwest that gives a shit if I have a Happy New Year. They don't care. Their resolution is to care less. In Southwest the sends me legit birthday cards on my birthday. Full on? Like in the mail. In yeah. the mail, really, yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, so. Anyway. Yeah, right, let's go to Ryan. I'm, I'm willing, yeah, we're tired. Digital cards are tired. <laughs> Ryan, welcome to Up and Stapes. Hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Uh, I got a good one here. Uh, begging for a retweet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, so brutal. Like it's my, it's my birthday. Can you please retweet me? Or you know, my third cousin has cancer. My ki- <laughs> my kid sister's my kid sister's leukemia has cancer. Can I get an RT? Can I get Can I get an RT? Can I get an RT? See, I don't. And, that, and you know, it ruins it for everyone when people do the begging for retweets because I never believe anyone has cancer anymore or is doing it. Like I get these things all the time. They're like, so and so is playing in a charity poker tournament to benefit lupus. That was a Make lie. Make sure you retweet it. That was a lie. The it was Tim a lie, Tebow right? Thing was a lie. That was yeah. a lie. Okay. See, fucking a. I didn't retweet it. And I felt like such a dickhead. I was like, God, if I was sending these out, I'd want people to believe me, but they don't believe you because everyone else is like begging Obama for retweets and shit. It, it, it's so bad, though. It, it, you're begging for a, a follower, basically, for cancer. Yeah, cancer. it's horseshit. You know, and this whole Twitter follow thing's got... I mean, I know I've been pretty crazy about it in the past, and I, I freak out about people who unfollow, but I, I've stopped caring. Like, I'm happy if I pick up new followers, because everybody wants... But it's going to crumble. At one point, these are all going to be irrelevant when the next big thing comes along, and no one gives a shit about Twitter followers anymore. And everyone is, like, psychotic for Twitter followers. It's just it's, too much already. People go to such extremes for it. It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. I I, I was uh, sort of commenting on this a, a while ago that these movies that take place in the you know that were made in the past but take place in the future, like Back to the Future Two, is like Morty, we're gonna yeah. go back to the future. Your son doesn't have nearly as many Twitter followers as he should. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that bit. It was great. I actually did a bit about this where I was like, one day I just saw these people begging for retweets for their birthdays and shit, and I was like, hey hey at Scott B Huff, can I get a retweet for being you? And then I retweeted <laughs> that tweet, which I thought was kind of decent. Multi-level. But yes, yes let's, exactly. uh, we're going we're gonna to retire. Soliciting for RTs retired. Done. Done. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan, thank you for the call. And I got to say, I think this is a world record. You did two minutes on this show, and they were actually all relevant and interesting. Yep. So thank you for not being a fucking idiot. Thank you so uh, much. Appreciate it, guys. Ryan, Ryan, thank you. but really quick, uh, can you give us an RT? <laughs> I'll see you guys all night, man. Perfect. Thanks, Ryan. There goes Ryan. See, that's a perfectly executed phone call, everyone. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Take notes. That was textbook. Oh, like, hey, what are you guys doing? What do you think we're Plug doing? We've program. only got two hours on here. Yeah, I have a retirement. Oh, nice. nice. You right, guys need to hear Jackie. me out about it. Okay, okay fine. All right. I feel very passionately about it. Okay. Now, I know we don't retire people, mm-hmm. but this is one specific person. Okay. Scott did say that, that we could retire specific okay. people. And Basically, she, I was just trying to set this up so she didn't feel like an right. idiot. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. 
She's <laughs> got to go. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, she needs to be retired. State your case. Because okay. I feel like she's already retired. I don't, I, what do we hear <laughs> from Jennifer Love Is she Jennifer right on Ghost Hunters or Ghost Hunters? She's not anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. That wasn't the name she's of it anyway. In, she's not even <laughs> in movies anymore. Clairvoyant. Big Clairvoyant. She's not even in movies anymore. Now, she's... Okay, every time I see her, like, like you know, it's red carpet stuff. So that's all she does. I just feel sad. I feel sad for her because everybody dumps her. And what is she doing now? She's writing dating books. I feel like what I hear is that she does the opposite. She convinces these dudes that, like, that they're, like, she's never felt about anyone the way she feels about him and then breaks their hearts. No, she gets dumped. She went after the new Bachelor, and he was on, I heard him on Ryan Seacrest. He's like, yeah. Uh, that no, that was bad. Oh, that's like, so shitty too. Because like getting, fifteen years ago, holy cow! Right? I would have paid money. She I was super paid hot. She still looks good, but every t- every time I see her, I just so if feel you know bad. she's a desperate whore, it's not nearly as fun. Yeah. It's like holy shit! I just bang Jennifer Love you. Right? Like I don't know. It's and then it's like I keep reading these articles where she's like, I'm so in love, everything's so great, and then mm-hmm. like a week later, the guy is talking to us weekly. God, she's fucking crazy. I had to dump that bitch. She went after Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, it's, and then she dedicated her dating book to Jamie Kennedy, and he dumped her before it before it came out. Oh wow, yeah. like See, that's pretty bad. I I don't know if I can retire. I still oh, I still kind of think she's all right. She's Every not, time I, I don't whether she's all right or not, I just don't think she's prevalent enough to retire her. Yeah, she's not annoying me. She's just not on the radar. She's annoying it's like me. Really it's like you finally me. can just get back at Jennifer Love Hewitt for being so awesome for so she long. Probably no, you don't want to boyfriend or yeah. If she was like still awesome, I like I'm rooting for her, but Are no. you rooting for her? I was, but now, now you're retiring. She makes her. me so sad every time I see her. I'm so like, it's like when you see oh. like a you're like out to like a nice dinner and there's a mentally handicapped person there and you're like, Oh, there goes the dinner. I'm so sad now. I feel bad. <laughs> now I have to feel white guilt. I have right. to feel bad for being born pretty. And white no. and fairly well. I feel off. bad for only that having sucks. two X chromosomes. Yeah, exactly. Is it like that where she makes you feel depressed when no, you're watching TV I've, now? No, so? it's just so. It just. It's just. She's Jennifer Love desperate. It's no. just I nice. Don't know. <laughs> Good one. I'm just getting really sick of it. She's Jennifer Come on, Love retire desperate. her. Come on. Will you go to lunch? She does. She's done with her. All right. You I, know, I'm. I can't do it for you though. I don't know how Don. I didn't mean to hit that Don Blanquita sound drop. Thank you, Don B. Um, What do you think, Joe? Think about it. Give me the final. No dice. What the fuck? Sorry. What the fuck? You know, the only reason I made that specific reference to, and I'm not, I'm not backtracking out of a bit, but like the mentally handicapped person thing is that I get depressed by everything now. Like anyone who isn't at least on par with whatever my status in life is, if they're at all below it, it just depresses me and ruins my day. Is everybody bad? Like I I used to be like that. Not even close. I used to be like that, Scott. But then I was like, who the fuck am I to feel bad for someone else? Like who who says my life is any better than theirs is? Well, because it is. That guy fucking loves shiny things, Scott. Are you fucking happy with shiny things? He's happier than you are. His life is better well, than yours. He's definitely happier than I am. Everybody's happier than be, I am. Come on. You need to get like an iPad 2 for Christmas. You got a fishing lure. He's fucking, <laughs> he fucking loves it. <laughs> Let's go to Zach. I think Zach's been holding the longest. No, no, no. Shit, not even close. Mike has been holding the longest. Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to Huffman's Tapes. Hello. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, Mikey. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Scott. I actually uh, am the owner of the inaugural champion of the Huffman Space Tennis Football League. Yeah, I owe you some money, Mike. Very nice. Very nice. The Fantasy Football League or the Fantasy Fantasy Football League? The Fantasy Football League. 
would have been the number one draft in the fantasy football league. I was, right, you would next next year. You'll Mike, very well done. Yeah, I was just thinking early. about that today. Now that I'm actually back to work, i got to do some time stealing and send out everybody's money. But yes, we're ready to go on PayPal. Congratulations, Mike. I haven't logged in in a while because I was depressed by how badly I was doing. Very well done. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate Excellent. it. Excellent. Mike, do you have um, a retirement, too? I do have a retirement, yes. Uh, I want to retire... Um, I want to retire T-Bowing, or at least T-Bowing being in our lexicon. Totally, and I think that I agree with you, and I think that T-Bowing is maybe the fastest retirement ever. I think that T-Bowing has run its course incredibly fast, like an accelerated virus. Agreed. Has Ing, just in general, has blank Ing? Is that, is that it? Close Are we close on that to one. Ing being yeah. done? To, Owling to and whatever. Yeah, Owling planking and all the yeah. Ings. Are we done with all Ings or just T-Bowing? No, what about Cat daddy What the hell uh, is that? How old are you? I think Dougie-ing can go. No! <laughs> right, Jackie is saying no. <laughs> but T-Bowing for sure. T-Bowing can I go. Say, I will say also that as a, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian man. I'm a believer. I'm not in your face about it, but I'm well. tired. It gets me heated that when I am, like, praying at church or if, you know, I have to drop to a knee for something, someone goes up to me and goes, so, uh, you're T-Bowling, huh? I'm like, no, asshole, I'm praying. Like, I've been doing this for my entire life. They say that like, at church? I need a word to qualify what I'm doing right now. Yeah, how bad at church is that guy where he's like, is everyone T-Bowing? What the hell is going on? How <laughs> <laughs> fuck has that guy been for the last two centuries? Lord. What's his story? <laughs> it's called prayer. People have been doing it for thousands <laughs> of years. <laughs> um, that's my piece. Uh, thanks for taking my call. All right, Mike. Awesome. I was, I'm glad you came with a retirement if you're going to call to ask me for money. I'm glad that he at least <laughs> put her Oh, and, uh, oh, retire T-Bowing, send me my money. Look, I say who cares. As long as people are on their knees, it's a good thing. Getting people to look like they're praying, actually praying. We need more God in our lives. Uh, T-Bowing, sta- retired. Go ahead, hit it. Oh, God, my last. Yeah, you had another one that I loved, and then we'll get to our last two calls for sure, and we're out of here. Yeah, this is a relatively new one as well, but uh, it just needs to go. It's not. It's not doing anything for me. I. I am sick and tired. I want to retire. Symbols as buttons. Like if you if you use Gmail, Gmail has a new look, and I'm typically not a big like new look complainer, but everything on Gmail is a picture now. Instead of like just saying like delete inbox, move, it's like yeah. you have to interpret what all these things mean. Like in, uh, in Gmail, okay, so there's a arrow pointing backwards, a box with an arrow on it, a stop sign with an exclamation point, a trash can. I know what that one is. Yes, a folder. Okay, I can figure it out. And then a shop, a price tag. Yeah, they probably have to be grandfathered in. Like trash can, we get it. Right. But have you seen this fucking thing they have now? It's like a T with a line and an X next to it. That's a symbol. That's a symbol what on Google that? Docs. What does I that mean? No... Is that for if you want to calculate the speed of light or sound in your email? Yeah, I have What no do you use that for? It's like to order the 20th anniversary edition of Goodwill Hunting on DVD or something. I have no fucking clue <laughs> like, what, what that is, does. What is like this? The e with the line over it. What is this gear? No what is idea. this thing? With the gear? Is that if you want to build a watch? Like, what is... <laughs> I have no idea. Now, if you hover over, it tells you what it means. It says settings. Why can't it just say fucking settings? Yeah, Why do I have like to hover, hover over? Yeah. Why do I need an extra step? Why can't you just write it out? You could probably get answers from people by hovering over them faster, too, but it's not like the thing you want to be right, doing. You don't want to be that guy. I don't right. have to hover over shit. Just give me the answer. On phones, it's the same thing. Do. Like on Android phones, or you have to know, like, okay, like that button means menu. It's like a, it's like a, the fucking picture of the robot. Oh, press that. Or pre- press, there's like... That doesn't make any sense. Right? Like, why can't a you just say, like... A robot is menu... It's it's bizarre. Like iPhone is the same deal. It's all like 
iPhone at least has titles under the icons, right? Yeah. Do they? Yep. I'm looking. But like yeah. in Microsoft mm-hmm. Word, it's the same deal. It's like, what do all these fucking little pictures mean? What is the three dots with the lines That's next to That's a definite it? retirement. Yeah, retire it. Retire. Symbols as buttons. Just lay it out. The, the web browsers, too, are all the same. Remember, it used to say, like, back, home. Now it's just, like, hidden different places and just arrows and Dude, curly arrows. Dude, I have a pair arrows. of glasses now in my new Safari. There's a pair of glasses. What does that mean? pair of glasses. What? I have pair of glasses, book, and then a bunch of squares. That? I don't know what pair of glasses I'm gonna means. I'm going to click it. Oh, it says, oh, if I hover over, it says show reading list. Show reading list. Like, uh, why that does just not imply to me at all. Uh, let's go to, we're going to just go in order of who's been holding the longest. Uh, 888 Us at com. Let's go to Zach. Very lively retirements tonight. Hello, Zach. Hello. Hey, buddy. Is this strong, hey. bad Zach? Yes, sir. Do we have to, are we obligated to tell the story about him in no, Vegas no, every time he comes no, on? No, you don't want me to do it? You don't want me to do it? Hey, so one time we, oh, we don't, okay, fine. Zach's the, yeah. Zach's the man. Yeah, all right. So I have a, I have a, a, a retirement that has been long overdue. Um, so have you ever been driving in traffic and you drive down uh, and you see a construction site that's unattended? It's normal working hours. I want to retire the construction site that no one's at in the middle of the fucking day, and it's just like a hole in the ground of like what messing up traffic. I don't. I want to retire that. So retiring the construction site that exists to slow things down, yet nothing is being done. The unattended construction. The site unattended during, construction site during, during working hours. normal working hours. There should always be someone there. Yeah. On I mean, site. I agree. It, what if it's yeah. just a guy leaning on a shovel? Is that all right? <laughs> that, that's okay. That's all right, yeah, because at least something's getting done. Yeah. Well, something's getting not done, but someone's there. Right, someone's there. All right, sure. Simple I'm enough. Done. Retire, empty Retire, construction, empty construction site. site. Just slowing us down. Goodbye. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Done. You don't hang out with my friend anyway. Um, <laughs> this is Rich in New York. He's our final caller of the night. Everyone else, hold your calls till next week. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Hello, Rich. Hey, uh, what's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, this is uh, the Rich French. What's up? Hey, the Rich French. Another, hey. another big fan of the show. Yeah. The Rich French. You have a retirement. I do have a retirement. Um. So I want to retire, this goes back to like the first segment, I want to retire mass texts about whatever holiday it is. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas on the day. I know what day it is. I don't give a shit. Like, you don't need to, like, celebrate it to me. I got it. I understand it. Thank you. But it's annoying me. I got to say, I got to say, this year I got the least number of, like, super emo, optimistic uh, text messages at, like, midnight on New Year's. Like, this is our year, bro. Like, all those, you know, we're going to get them this we've, time. Because we've all finally realized it's not our year. <laughs> it's not our year. No, never going to be our not year. Not going to be our year. I, I think we, we didn't even do that with each other this year. No, nope. bro, we're going to totally crush podcasting in 2012. <laughs> I was kind of glad. I felt like there was a sense of maturity this year between you and I that we didn't do that. We a, didn't. A sense of realization. Yeah, sense, yeah exactly. <laughs> 2012 yes. is going to be exactly like 2011. I think that we may have retired this before, but it's no less annoying to this day. Let's retire it again. The mass text on holidays. Oh, yeah. I got a mass birthday invite today. Does that fall into the same category? Nah. I don't think so. No, no, not quite. No, Rich, it doesn't. <laughs> I just wanted to send out yeah, happy yeah. holidays to everyone who's what? celebrating holidays. Yeah. That's right. Can I, say, can I say one thing real quick? Sure, yeah. Rich. All right. Uh, my friend Ryan just called. Uh, he called in of the earlier retirement. What was it? The retweets, yeah. and I got him as a new fan of you because I showed him your video every fucking week, 
and I just wanted to be like, I love you guys, and he loves you guys now. Thank you for the retweet earlier, which he retired, but I did not ask for a retweet. <laughs> and then he just asked us for a retweet since we gave it was since we retired retweets and then I mm. went ahead and retweeted him because I thought that was pretty witty him? Ryan I did retweet him of course I did Ryan Rich <laughs> thanks very much we thanks, appreciate guys. it guys thanks guys we appreciate it way to close out the show thanks, I want to fire off a bunch of email ones really quick for as long as we have uh, what do you mean we'll do, do it again we don't have any more time it's 1101 Knox will literally cut us off and those will never be heard by anyone really? in life seriously okay, yeah, yeah. no that, that'll totally fuck those people from ever getting theirs read okay so I did want to say, as we're going to the outro here, that Teat Dog said, we don't have the right. Oh, did I already take it down? I think you might have taken it down. That's hilarious. Oh, no, he didn't. Just because you guys are computer illiterate doesn't mean you can retire symbols instead of words on a web application. So, touche. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Freddy Cruz who wrote in with a round robin? Okay, go ahead. Sci-fi brothel open. Sadly, the prostitute makes the least amount of money. Job of the slut. The only, pla- the only place where couples can get double teabagged by the... Belchinian from Men in Black. <laughs> so for a little extra money, you can get all up in that shark to puss. And finally, show is awesome as always, Freddie from Florida. There we go. Thank you, Freddie. <laughs> all right, guys, until next week, us at HuffmanStapes.com is the email address. You can tweet at us, at HuffStapes on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to follow the Toad Hop Network, the whole family of shows here. Lots of good stuff. Uh, if you missed Poolside with Dean Del Rey earlier, he had Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians in the world, on his uh, podcast. So if you've never checked out his show, you can listen and hear Bill Burr, who even if you don't like Dean Del Rey, you might love Bill Burr. There's a lot of great guests coming through here on the Toad Hop Just Network. Just use the shows for their guests, like yeah. people do with us and Don Blanquita. <laughs> <laughs> We only had two people tune out tonight because of Don B. It's got to be a world record. Uh, us at HuffinSafes.com. Again, Toad Hop Network is at Toad Hop Network on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. Seriously, guys, come on. Help us out. Also, we are Facebook.com slash Huff and Stapes. In a couple weeks, you'll be able to find us live at the John Lovitz Theater at Universal City. We'll give you guys uh, times and uh, we'll be doing, apparently, we might be doing some additional live shows that will be for paying customers only who show up to drink beers and hang out and with us. And they will never exist they'll anywhere. they'll never exist anywhere else. They will so, disappear into the ether unless you have like that thing that they have in Deja Vu or uh, what's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, source code? Source code. You yeah. will never be able to see it again. So, uh, yeah, big thanks. Big you thanks. You need to go back in time seven minutes to prevent Stapes from saying that word on the air. We got uh, Pat Fitzgerald. Thank you. We've got uh, Lewis Silverstein. Stein. Still on another one. Stein, I think. Stein. Silverstein. Yes. Out there. Uh, big thanks to him. Doing big things. And uh, new awkward call screener, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> Drew Hill. Don't Drew Rad. Don't forget the older Fitzgerald here. I did. Oh, I think you got both. both. I didn't Sorry. get both. I didn't get you yet. Nick's like, you didn't get me. Nick, thanks, buddy. I'm the one He's just in the room with us. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Barrow, News Girl, thank you. Happy New Year to all of you out there. This is Scott Huff saying so long from Los Angeles. On behalf of everyone here at Huff and Stapes and the Toad Hop Network. Oh, thanks to Don Blanquito as well, at Don Blanquito on Twitter. I'm saying so long from L.A. Joe Stapleton has one thing left to say. Smell you later. Huff and Stapes, Tuesday nights at 9 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.